Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. And we're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the last actual live show of the Cigar Authority for the year. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, buddy. Chuck well, Morrison. No, no happy holidays. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know you're taking the Christmas bonus. You're taking Christmas Day off. It's Merry Christmas. I, and I don't care what religion you are. It's Merry Christmas. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, a weekly show about the finer things in life, including, and most importantly, premium cigars. And this week, we have an action-packed, high-octane show. We're drinking coffee. We're going to drink uh, Beantown Energy Drink. We're going to get wired, and we're going to smoke cigars. It's going to be a great show. I Merry agree. Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Hey. Before we get started, I got a little something for you guys. This is our last Aww. show before. Mr. Jonathan, wow. a little something for you. Thanks. Nothing much, but just something I wanted you to have. Thank and, you. And Mr. Chuck, here Thank you, go. you, sir. Go ahead, open it up. Oh, we get to open this it. This is a radio show. I didn't hold off for <laughs> just so everybody, radio show. I, thought, I well, thought maybe you were just doing it for effect, and we had to give it back to you like all the other free stuff we get in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> While they're opening it up, uh, let's say hi to our affiliates listening to the Cigar Authority and the Cigar Authority Radio Network. WWZN, that's AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> WGHM 900 the game in Nashua, WARL 1320 Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Listening to us or watching us, you can actually watch this mess if you want. All you do is go on to Ustream.tv, and all the old shows are there, and you can actually see what's going on here. Uh, we are podcasted for downloading at your convenience on podbeam.com. And on demand at any time at the CigarAuthority.com. What do you think? Well, first of all, I'm a big fan of cards, so I'm going to read the card. It starts off, just in case you showed up for the show again. That's right. Because <laughs> Mr. Jonathan actually quit the show some months ago. He's here every, every I'm time. I'm not actually on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's the start. And then the first thing I see when I open up is one of my heroes... One of, probably the hottest woman on my top ten of hot women, right. Sally Field, in The Flying Nun. The Flying Nun Damn. DVD. That's 30 oh, episodes for your I enjoyment. Cannot wait. Now, now I can stop putting her in my spank bank, and I actually have it physical. <laughs> Perfect. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> oh, man. And, Chuck, I didn't give you The Flying Nun, but I gave you something that's uh, probably... Oh, this is right up my alley, Dave. Up your alley. I love it. Uh, people power, 12 power principles to enrich your business, career, and personal networks. Making Mountains Move, baby. Making Mountains Move. Chuck owns makingmountainsmove.com, which is uh, something uh, he puts out a podcast every week, and I listen this week. Fabulous. Thank you, sir. Very, very good timing, too, to, to get everybody juiced up for the holiday season. and was uh, very appropriate. So Chuck's very energetic on those podcasts. I've listened myself. You, you get done the podcast, and you're like, man, 
I gotta I, get out and do something. I feel like just getting a shovel and going and starting to dig and <laughs> actually moving a mountain when I'm done listening. There we go. That's what it's all about, right? So welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. If you're tuning in, we do it every single week, and we're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We have to do it at a cigar shop because we're smoking, and you can't smoke in the studio, so we got to do it at a cigar shop. This week we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop. In Salem, New Hampshire, if you take Route 93, it's exit 1 off 93, your first exit into New Hampshire, and you go about a mile down on Route 28, and there is a big, giant cigar store, Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we are open today and uh, till Christmas with uh, lots of sales and great deals on premium cigars, humidors, ashtrays. Listen, ladies, if you listen to the show, get him what he really wants for Christmas. Not a, a hooker. Tie, no, yeah. You could do that. That would be illegal, though. Oh, all right. Prostitution so. is still illegal in this country. Ladies, well, in this state, anyway. Get him cigars. Get him premium cigars, a humidor. Get him what he wants. Are you listening, Sophie? You hearing him? Humidor, cigars. That's right. Get him what he wants. Absolutely. So, um, hey, uh, this week, action-packed show, as I said. We're going to have the owner of Beantown Energy Drink on, who coincidentally is also the owner of a new cigar, the Burt Sugar Cigar. You know who Burt Sugar is? Of course I know who Bert Sugar is. Okay. He is the icon of cigars that's still around with us. And Bert is the guy with the fedora hat on. He's a writer for boxing magazines along with cigar magazines. He is the quintessential cigar smoker. He looks like the cigar smoker. He's been around for a long time. You know him. If you don't know him, when, when you hear him and you, and you, and you take a look at a picture of him, you'll know who he is. He's, he's a big boxing guy. And uh, finally, a cigar in honor of Bert Sugar is out. And Anthony Pepe is the guy. He owns Beantown Energy Drink. He owns the Burt Sugar Cigar. And we're going to have him along with Louis DeVito, who is an electrician. Extraordinaire. Electrician extraordinaire. Ask him. He'll tell you. He will tell you. So he's a young guy. He's really into premium cigars. I see him up at the cigar shop all the time. So we're bringing him on, too, and he'll tell us uh, what lights him up, right? Liter yeah. Literally. 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 He likes the full-body cigars anyway. And, He's uh, smoking an Opus X for breakfast. For breakfast, before the that's, show. That's how what he starts with. I have not smoked a cigar yet today, so let's, let's do that. The first cigar we're going to try, and it's beautiful packaging. This is a um, crystal box. Smoke, Russian, Russian glass, red crystal, I believe. Right? Red crystal, and it's called Moscow City. This is from the folks. Thank you. This is from the smokes of this Hammer is, and Sickle. Yeah, this I'm is really the Hammer, and, the Hammer and Sickle Maduro, right? Is that what this would be considered? Um, no, this is a limited release um, that, that is not going to be a continuation cigar. It's only been put out one time. They made 1,000 boxes of this cigar. That's it. There's only 10 cigars to a box. It's a $10 cigar, $89 for a box of 10. The packaging is exquisite. I have smoked a cigar already. And it's fantastic. It's a big, giant band. The people that like um, the Opus X type of style of cigars with the big, giant band on it, here's a big, giant band in Moscow City. And this is actually to celebrate the fall of communists. I've heard a lot of people talk about just hammer and sickle and stuff, communist cigar. And Well, first off, Russia isn't a communist country. It's not. Uh, but anyway, uh, the, the thought of it um, with the hammer and sickle type thing, and it's a, I don't want a long story. These with, same people... 
would, if you gave them a Cuban cigar, would take it. And Cuba Which is a communist, is a communist country. That's right, and the money goes to Fidel Castro. But they give, they give Eric Hansen a hard time because he has a hammer and sickle on his cigar. It doesn't even make sense. Well, hammer, well whatever. Convoluted yeah. logic, that's what that is. Uh, but this is Moscow City in celebration of the fall of communism and the reason why Eric Hansen is with us, the fall of communism. This is an allocation brand, which means you don't say how many boxes of this cigar you want. You take what you can get. It's allocated by the company. Oh, wow. So it's, uh, you know, not every store has it, obviously, because there's more than 1,000 stores and only 1,000 boxes made. Um, I'm celebrating it because we got taken very good care of by Eric Hansen, as we always do. He's a great, great guy, and uh, I saw him this week. We had a the rule of reciprocity. He, well, you he, take care of him, he takes care of you. He sure does. He's a, he's a nice, nice man and a very, very caring, giving person. Very knowledgeable about his products, too. Oh, my God. And when we say products, he also is the owner, obviously, of Hammer and Sickle Vodka, which is a great, clean-tasting vodka, oh. which goes great with the Beantown Energy Drink, folks. <laughs> yeah. I'll squeeze these, these things in any place I can have. But, uh, didn't, uh, I, I unfortunately missed the party on Thursday, but didn't you guys have, uh, basically a Beantown and vodka yeah. drinks? We gotta come up with a name, a good name for that. So, Beantown Energy Drink with hammer and sickle Russian vodka, bean, Russian beaner, or, you know, there's something out there, folks. Help me out here. There's something out there. I don't know what it is, but we can come out with some good name for it. And uh, maybe make it the new the new happening drink on there. But what it basically did was make me wide awake drunk. I don't know if that's a good thing, but I was completely wide awake and drunk. Cause that's using... probably the perfect combination for you because you tend to be a boring drunk. Yeah, you end up, you know, going in, in introverted on, on us, and you sit back and you're too relaxed, too calm. He was having a little fun on the Taste of Excellence show, though. Yeah, he was. He you was. Know? That was a good sipping. He also only had that one little tiny shot, and he stretched it out for two hours. So, yeah, I drank more this year than I've drank drank my whole life. But you're hey. welcome. Yeah, I feel like a lot. I've had a part of that. You have, you have. <laughs> so uh, we are going to bring Bert Sugar on the show. He's not going to actually physically be here, but he's going to call in the next hour, and we're going to talk to him about his new cigar, which I think is fantastic, and uh, we'd love to get him on the show sometime and see if he's going to make his way around uh, the world of cigars and into the cigar shops and things like that. But here's a guy like Red Owlback. This is a guy that always should have had his own brand of cigars out. Red never did. He should have, and he's gone now. Bert Sugar is still with us. And, uh, hey, once you reach icon status, you really should have a cigar named yeah, after him. Yeah, absolutely. Winston Churchill. Never had a cigar named after him. Finally, Winston Churchill's cigars come out. hundred years after he dies. Right. Nice. Not quite, but anyway. So, uh, also, I, I did a little bit of work. I went through my archives of music, and I found my top 15 songs for the year. You are. My top 15 songs. They are not necessarily the top songs that have made it on the radio. Some of them are. Uh, but as a DJ, to me, it doesn't necessarily matter how high the song gets on the radio because you can have a slow song be number one, like uh, Celine Dion's Titanic song yeah. was number one for like 15 weeks. And that's not really a song that's going to move everybody. It makes so you cry and depressed. Yeah, so this is like dance floor type of thing? This is all stuff that is, that is centered on the dance floor. Okay. So we'll hear that later. Yeah, we'll work. We'll we'll throw some of those in. Okay. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna actually hear the songs. Yeah, well, the I figured I made a list and uh, Chuck will throw them on periodically. All right. Okay. Surprise so, us. So business is good for the holiday season, Christmas parties, things like that. Business has been very good. 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 And I'm gonna say, 
Yeah. Cigar Authority has a lot to do with that. Hey. The commercials running on the show. The free the free. I can't stretch, tell you right? how many times people say, I hear you on the thing. Are you really not on the show? Is Dave just kidding? No, oh. Dave is not kidding. It does say co-host on the top of his little headset there, folks. But he put it there. I did. I he did. put it there himself. He well, he, he gave himself actually a promotion. He was the board op guy and producing the show. Which doing, I feel bad when you say that. That makes Chuck feel probably like he's less than us, and he really is the bread and butter of the show. Without Chuck, we have nothing. So, I basically I took a demotion as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Although I have a lot less stress over here. Because well, Chuck came in. There's all these extra wires, and he's got professional equipment. I'm just a DJ. I'm not a radio guy, so I had all the wrong stuff. Chuck knows but what yeah, he's doing. You made over it work there. anyway. So today's December 18th. 13 days till Christmas. Is that right? No. 13 days till the end of the year. The year is over. This was the fastest year, folks. Is it because I turned 50 years old? I mean, it is going by. It's ridiculous. I got to slow it down because I'm 50 years old. Does you only have so many days left? Uh, in 1620, the Mayflower landed in Plymouth, Massachusetts, with 102 pilgrims aboard. The Mayflower landed today in 1620. And the first Thanksgiving was today, really? December 18th, in 1777. So Never mind what the history books say. This is the, this is the facts, because you're hearing it on the Cigar Authority. Right. Not the authority on just cigars. It happens to be the name. We are the authority. On everything. On everything. You heard, you heard the beginning of the thing. We are the authority. Right? That was Cotman that said that? Or, or one of those guys on <laughs> so the... That's my they authority. Used, they used the first Thanksgiving. They were really celebrating the victory over General John Burgoyne in the Battle of Saratoga in October. Okay. So, oh, they celebrated the first Thanksgiving. They beat him in October, and they celebrated in December. How did Thanksgiving end up splitting the difference? I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but it's the fact. It's the fact. I wish I was there when you put these facts together. I would have wanted to know that. Well, they're the facts. In 1915, the first and only U.S. president got married. What president was that? What year? 19, like it matters. 1915. He's, gonna, he's a historian. That's Chuck he's gonna, Morrison. He's going to go through all the dates he has in his brain, and he's going to pick it out. It Let's was see. Woodrow Wilson. Anyway, oh. He got married this day. It was never going to happen. 1932, the Chicago Bears defeated the Portsmouth Spartans 9-0 to in the first ever NFL championship game. Would that be the first Super Bowl? No. Just first championship. Yep. First championship was before they had the Super Bowl. Anyway. Defeated who? The Portsmouth what? Portsmouth Spartans. I wonder where they were out of. Portsmouth, New Hampshire, maybe. No way. No way? No way. No way. <laughs> uh, Joseph Stalin was born, uh, leader of the Soviet Union. And uh, here we are smoking a, uh, a communist cigar. No, we're not smoking a communist cigar. That's not, this is about the, the, the uh, fall of communism. Anyway, that was 1878, Joseph Stalin. Ty Cobb was born this day. Baseball player, um, who died in 1961, 1886, he was born. Betty Grable, American actress Betty Grable. I know who she is, but she's okay. not on my list. Because you're a dancer, right? Wasn't Betty Grable a big dancer? Betty Grable? Yeah, not a ballroom dancer, no. though. A TV dancer like Fred Astaire, which is funny that Fred Astaire didn't know how to dance ballroom. All of his stuff was choreographed by ballroom dancers. He was a tap and jazz dancer, and he his name is on one of the biggest ballroom dance companies folks you want some information that you'll never use this is the place to get it the cigar authority <laughs> useless information that has actually no it, there's it, no value it was like high school for me you know it <laughs> never served any purpose amen yeah 1943 keith 
Keith Richards was born. He's 67 years old today. Rumor is he died years ago, but uh, 67 years old. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Which is funny. Needle in his arm. Kesha is Mick Jagger's daughter. Yeah. And she, I think, and I'm I'm a little fuzzy on my stuff because I did a lot of stats on my music. I think she has two songs in my top 15. Really? Wow. Yeah. She can move a dance floor with her stuff. It's good. Hmm. Ray Liotta's birthday, 56 today, the actor. Ron White. Who is a big cigar smoker? Ron White, the comedian. He's a funny, funny yeah, dude. Yeah. Big cigar smoker. Happy birthday, Ron White. Funny, funny guy. Brad Pitt's birthday today. He's 47. He's getting old, Brad Pitt. Still handsome, though. Stone Cold Steve Austin, professional wrestler today. 46. Because wow. Stone Cold says so. DMX, American rapper. <laughs> That's one of his things. He really? Barks. That's what he, he does? He barks in his, in his oh, raps. Yeah. He let the dogs out? No. <laughs> That's... That's the Baja men. Yeah. Bro, they were the first ones to bark. They were not the first ones to no? bark. No. They, uh, no. Atomic dog, maybe. First bark. Was there barking in the Atomic oh, yeah. dog? Woof. Woof. Atomic dog. Oh. Uh, maybe the first bark. Or, or, is it, or is it the Christmas song where they bark the 12 oh, days yeah. of Christmas or whatever it is? That, that happened fairly recently. That happened early 60s. Really? Early 60s. No way. I've been, I guess I've been in a time warp. And, and I know the guy who actually wrote the song, who did it. He was an Italian uh, comedian. I, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. He's a local guy, too. Anyway, DMX's birthday today, 40 years old. And DJ Lethal, I don't even know who he is. House of Pain, Limp Biscuit. DJ for both. Yep. Oh, really? Uh, he's 38. Today. Very, very talented. Yeah, so that's what happened this year in history. And also the Cigar Authority brings in Anthony Pepe and Louis DeVito for the first time together on one stage this day in 2000. The way you say together, it sounds like maybe they're going to like strike up something and start dating. Well, you never know. We'll, you ask, never them. Know. we'll ask them, see if there's you something going know. on there anyway. But um, They're not sitting very close to each other right now. They're no. Kinda... They've got a healthy man distance. They're doing like the... Uh, they saw how close they have to sit together over here. They're doing the movie theater type thing. My daughter said to me today, I'm going to the movies tomorrow after work. I've got to see this uh, fighter movie. Got to see it. So a few guys are getting together. She said, uh, Ma told me to ask you, how are you guys going to sit at the movie theater? I said, like the way guys sit at the movie theater. We put a space in between each one. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. I can't believe it. Is that really what you're going to do? I said, yeah, that's what you got to do or else you... A fag, right? My best friend since the third grade. We're sitting next to each other. Can't say that stuff. We got- <laughs> An- An- Anthony Pepe, who, who's, who's sitting across from us, has his own radio show. He knows, like, we don't have a radio show. We're just sitting here doing our thing. But he's shaking his head. He has a We're professional sick. radio show. He has a professional. That's the difference and between the two. We get calls from him periodically about stuff that we should or shouldn't say on so our show. So we're learning. So that's one thing. You know, you just don't do that. Okay. <laughs> we're learning as we go, folks. We don't mean any harm by anybody. We're so just doing what we can do. Can I tell my story that you go interrupted? Ahead, go so ahead. We, go and we go to movies sometimes. We're uh, talking about me. I'm losing all kinds of interest. Oh, go it's ahead. not no. about you. Yeah. So we, I, we go in and we sit down in the movie theater. He sits down first. I come in. I sit next to cool. him. He, my friend. Okay. My best friend. So I sit down next to him. He goes, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm sitting down watching the movie. Why are you so close to me? Well, I like you. You're my friend. I want to sit next to you. What, are we going to hold hands? And then he gets up and moves. So I wait until, you know, the movie starts and it gets dark and I get up and I move next to him. And 15 minutes into the movie, he realizes, what the... What the hell? We're the only ones in the theater, usually. It's, you know, early, the first show. Yeah, yeah. Drives them crazy. 
Yeah, there was absolutely no point to my story. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no, I understand it. And my, my daughter was asking the question yesterday, and I girls hold just, hands and stuff like they're at the movie theater. They just hold hands with each other. It means nothing to them. Well, anyway, uh, so this cigar, I'm liking the taste like of it. it. I like it anyway. This is a. They don't tell you a lot about it, but I'll tell you, it's made by Hendrik Kellner, who is of Davidoff fame. They make it at the Davidoff factory, although it doesn't taste a lot like Davidoff by any means. It's a lot more full-bodied. I'm having trouble with mine. Really? It won't stay lit. Because you're Which, talking too much. No, I'm. You, you shouldn't let me run with the show. You you interrupted me a couple times. I, I I'm not even supposed to be here. You've interrupted a couple times, Sorry. and now your cigar doesn't stay lit. And mine is is not going out because you've been talking too much, and you're not just giving me the floor. All right, I'm sorry. You know I like to take charge here. Anyway, the wrapper on this is a true Connecticut broadleaf. There's no painting on it or anything like that. If you ever seen very jet black cigars, it's all fake. Hmm. This is a dark Connecticut broadleaf. Beautiful looking cigar. Beautiful tasting. Yeah. I'm loving what it tastes like. There's only one size of it. It's a thick ring gauge. I think it's a 56, 6 by 56. Not sure. I got, I got no stats on this thing. But uh, a one time, one allocation, 1,000 boxes. That means 10,000 cigars. That's it. Go to your local uh, cigar shop, whoever you are listening in. You want to try this cigar out, grab yourself a, a box of ten, eighty-nine dollars It's a great value and a one-time release. I think they did a great job with it. And uh, I'm certainly going to put a box or two aside for myself and see what this thing is going to bring on with a little age to it anyway. A little bummer that it's only limited production because this is fantastic. That's right. They did a great job. And, uh, hey, this is what they do anyway. And, and we're still waiting on the Berlin Wall that they said the Berlin Wall was supposed to come out mm. before the end of the year. I saw Eric Hansen this week. He came to our Christmas party up here, and uh, it will not be out for at least a few months. They said, if we're going to do this thing, we're doing it right, so we're waiting. So we're waiting. Anyway. So anyway, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're up against the break, and we're going to come back with Louis DeVito and Anthony Pepe. We're going to drink some uh, Beantown Energy drink, and we'll continue to smoke this great cigar. We've got lots coming up, so stick around, folks. And I'm we're gonna, happy forever. We're gonna, someone came up with a name on the chat box for a vodka and Beantown. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that when we come back. So stick around, folks. We'll be back in just a minute or two with our guests. White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted small batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicker's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy is all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or... Go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about... Food? No. Cigars. Cigars. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, 
Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it, certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka. Worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and Sickle. Super Premium Vodka. Russian Reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum Wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. <laughs> I can't say that either, right? We didn't say anything. Okay. Good song. Welcome back, everybody. We are the Cigar Authority, a weekly show about premium cigars, and we're here with our two guests joining us today, Louis DeVito and Anthony Pepe. We're going all Italian right now, Mr. Jonathan. Yeah, we noticed. Are. Louis DeVito, electrician. Yeah, is that your claim to fame? It's my claim to fame. Claim to fame. And Anthony Pepe, radio show, energy drink owner, cigar owner, entrepreneur. Is I'm not be- sure what's going on, Dave, but I think I'm going to have to fire myself today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to stop with some of this stuff. All right, man. I got to learn. You, you know, you got you got a cigar guy doing a radio show, and I'm not a radio guy smoking cigars, so I got to learn the radio business a little. Uh, if I've insulted anybody out there, uh, hey, tough luck. It's Christmas time. <laughs> it's a guy no, no, show. Throw a set. <laughs> Hey, Dave, can we get back to your uh, your fun facts for a minute? Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Good fellas. He was Hendry. Hendry. Selling hey, hey. cigarettes on the corner. Hey, Hendry. <laughs> hey, Hendry. Anything? That was good. And Brad, Brad Pitt. You know his brother? I think it's Michael. Plays the dude Jimmy in the new HBO series Empire Boardwalk, which is spectacular. Have good you seen show. It? Yes, I have. Oh, yes, it's I fantastic. Have. It, uh, it has turned me uh, into uh, digging that, that time of life. And uh, we'll get into that in one of the one of the shows coming up uh, first of the year, and tell you what I bought and what we're going to do with it. All right, cool. Because uh, that was really happening. The uh, on the chat box, we have a name for the Bean Town and Hammer and Sickle vodka drink. Nice, we got the KGB Ner. Oh wow, the KGB Ner, love it. Mm. 
That I love it. Awesome. Who, came, who came up with that, that's Mr. Vinny Jonathan? Salvo. You should probably send him a case of this Beantown hey, stuff. Hey, really. Vinny, a case of Beantown energy drink is on the way. Vinny, Vinny Salvo. We got an Italian show going on. All right, let's pop open this energy drink. Dave, let's be careful. You are about. 50. Right. Yeah, is, there, is there a Surgeon General warning on this thing? No, it's 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 fine. It's healthy. Sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, Beantown Energy Drink. A lot of caffeine. Like drinking two cups of coffee in this 8.4-ounce can. It does taste very good with vodka and hammer and sickle. I had it here at your party the other yeah. day, which was fantastic. By the way, thank it you. Was and um, I called it the... The hammer bean, or what were we calling it the other yeah, night? Yeah, you know what? The Beantown had, Hammer, I think. I've had I had a few too many of those, and I don't know what was going on towards the he end. He doesn't remember that. much at the yeah. end of the night. By the way, speaking of the end of the night, who was that dude singing karaoke that sang that two live crew song? Now, don't get any more in depth of what he sang, but it was that song, Me So Horny. And the dude sang it was a, probably, what, a 65 year old? 65, man? sure. Yep. And boy, was he, I think he had a he couple hammer it. and sickle and Beantown drinks sure that night. Did. That was funny. His name is Dale, and uh, he used to work for actually a, a soda company that starts with a P. Okay. Very famous. And um, he's retired now, but that was so funny. Somebody uh, said, I got a song for you to do, and I'm sure he didn't know the song or anything Mercy. like that. But <laughs> oh, man. If you know the, the explicit lyrics to that Two Live Crews song. It was a rough one. It was wasn't Louis? Yeah, it was rough. He sang it to the love of his life, but you know. yeah, this is uh, this Beantown Energy Drink is is awesome. It's very sugary. You got a diet version of this? Yeah, we have sugar-free actually coming out within a week. Oh wow! By, by demand, the sugar-free is coming out. But we're very excited about this product. Myself and my partner John Pika from JP3 Graphics in Weymouth uh, came out with this product about three months ago, and uh, we are in many locations, including uh, your three stores. Yeah, Dave, absolutely. thanks so much oh. for, for for supporting the brand and selling it. We're in a couple of great locations. The the Baseball Tavern at Fenway Park is selling the Beantown Energy Drink as, as a drink. By itself or as a mix, you can. They sell it either way. Either way. Either okay. way, you can sell it. Um, okay. And uh, a couple of great, lo- other great locations uh, supporting the brand: Bostonville Grill in Linfield, the Fat Cactus in Linfield. Oh, cool! Selling the bean. How many and- of those have hammer and sickle vodka? Because you can't get a KGB there. Without hammer and sickle vodka. We're gonna have That's to true. work on that, yeah, Mr. Jonathan. KG Beaner. I like That's it. KG Beaner. It's awesome. You know, for those of you who haven't tasted this, it's it's like kind of like a sweet tie. Sweet tart. Yeah, sweet tart. That's a, that's a good explanation of flavor. Huh? Well, what do you think, Mr. I'm Jonathan? digging that. Louie, you nailed that one on the head, buddy. Sweet tart. Uh, a little don't too do that sweet too many for you, times. Louis. No, no. All I, right. think, I, think, I think that's what makes it this good. This is all the sugar and, and all the energy. All the sugars. The, remember Jolt? When Jolt came out? Sure. Remember mm-hmm. that? All the sugar and twice the caffeine or whatever it is. That was a big bottle, though. This little thing packs a punch. And this is what you need for that 3 o'clock... The biggest marketing thing about Jolt, that was the time when everyone was beating up on the fact that soda has too much caffeine and too much sugar, and Jolt just came out right in your face and said, this is more, more sugar, sugar and way more caffeine. Chuck, you can appreciate and this. When everybody it. zings, you zag. That's it, baby. That's the answer. When everybody goes to the left, you go to the right. Pathless you know, travel. Uniqueness, baby. Robert That's Frost. It. Dave, can you bark again, by the way? That was poof. <laughs> 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 I needed I needed you to do that again. That's that was the, so entertaining. That, that the, the woof atomic, is on fire. That's that's the atomic dog. <laughs> atomic. <clears throat> now you're dating yourself. Okay. Well, um, what what? Jeez, oh, what do we got going on here? I'm on, I'm on the wrong page. This we uh, don't need a page. You have Louis Anthony and Mr. Jonathan here. This, this is the page right here. Dave. Okay. So Louis, electrician, what do you do? You just you just said what he does. 
Right. Thank you. I'm an electrician. No, I'm an electrician. I also am a bartender. That's good. Make extra cash. <clears throat> Hopefully, we'll be serving the. He's the a cavorter of women. So, is it your electrical company, or you? Work no, for I work. I work for an electrical company outside of Boston. Give them a plug. Uh, the company you... is Nardone Electrical Corporation. We're okay. located in Medford, Massachusetts, right outside of Boston. Do so they work a lot of hours? Yeah, because they probably need, you probably need a lot of energy. So maybe we'll send over some Beantown yeah. energy drink. I'm sure everybody love it. We got a lot of young people working in the office. So, right. and do they do it for houses or is it mostly business? Oh, we do a lot of commercial, industrial work. But if you do own a home on Beacon Street, we'd be happy to. On Beacon Street. Yeah, in the Back Bay, we do a lot of work. So it's high end electrical. High end, high end homes. Okay, you get, do you have the fixtures and stuff like that? Do you have some sort of showroom where you can see the fixtures and things like that? <laughs> or if you need a showroom, we'll bring it to you. We'll bring the showroom to you. Nadon Electrical will bring the showroom so, to you. Louie, you're, you're a good. handsome young man. Do you show up like shirtless and may, or maybe like with you know buttless chaps or something for the ladies? I'm not coming to your house. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow, I don't even have asked, to respond to that. Asked and answered. There we go. There we go. Hey, uh, um, we're going to talk later on about the uh, 75 ways to stay unhappy forever. This is the time of year where we're starting to think about our um, New, Year's New Year's resolutions and things like mm -hmm. that. So we're talking about going the opposite way. We're going to figure out, and you can use it to your advantage, these are ways to be unhappy. Married. We'll see if that's one of the top 75, but somebody put don't, the, don't put get the thing married. together. And if you end up, it's an interesting uh, read on it, because if you end up thinking about the ways to be unhappy and you say, this is what not to do, yeah. and then all of a sudden it, it, it came, came pretty good that, that this way it worked out anyway. But um, I'm very excited to have Bert Sugar on. Bert Sugar is a dear friend of mine. Uh, started covering boxing matches, guys. In 2002, my first fight I actually covered was Mike Tyson at Lennox Lewis in Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, that was the fight, if you, if you remember, where Mike Tyson was, was on the decline, but they, they tried to get this fight for years. Lennox Lewis was in his prime and just absolutely Kill wiped him. the mat with Mike Tyson. Yeah. And, and, and a after the fight, I thought Mike Tyson was, was on something, to be honest with you, because after the fight, he was crying, apologetic, and then just saying, thank you for giving me this opportunity to fight. I mean, just, a, yeah, yeah, just yeah. an odd scene. But yeah. started covering the fights for HBO pay-per-view, for Showtime, for ESPN, and, and it's been a spectacular run for, for over nine seasons now. And I got to know uh, Burt Sugar, the boxing historian, yes. boxing Hall of Famer, and he is just, without a doubt, the most... The greatest, most genuine guy I've ever met in my life. That's good to hear. He's spectacular. We've been talking about a cigar line for years. As you mentioned, Dave, the most famous guy, sports figure to smoke a cigar, uh, the late, great Red Auerbach, yep. which is a shame there was never a cigar made after Red. I believe now the guy living today, the, the greatest sports figure smoking cigars today, is the one and only Burt Sugar. And right. he now finally has a cigar that I'm excited to, uh, to partner up with the man. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that. We'll get Bert on later on in the show. And a lot of exciting stuff planned for this cigar line. You know who just walked in? Talk about the great, the great Pat Whitley. Do you know Pat Whitley, the just restaurant, the restaurant show? show? The restaurant show. Sure. Which is the longest running radio show, I believe, ever. How, how many years is it going on? 
35 years. Wow. That's impressive. Wow. I used to work for that at the state RKO for years years ago, and he was on it, that station. It's still on RKO along okay. with a bunch of different All other right. radio stations and stuff. And, hey, hopefully the Cigar Authority can, you know, three and a half years, 10% of that, I'd be freaking thrilled. <laughs> 35 yeah. years. Keep up the dirty talk. You'll be off next week. i got to learn the radio business. I know the cigar business, but doing cigars on the radio, I'm saying some of the wrong things, and he's telling me. Pretty yeah. much in the cigar oh, business, you're expected to drop F-bombs, and on the radio, you'd be fined if you drop F-bombs. Right. So it's almost the opposite. See, Dave, I was saying this the other night at your party. You have guys, guys here. I mean, the ultimate guys, guys smoking cigars. Right. But on the radio, you, you need to tread lightly a little bit. You need to stop. you, you got to pretend really like you're talking to girls. People. You know, the other night, Dave, I'm sitting here at the party, and I'm drinking my bean town and hammer and sickle, smoking a birch sugar cigar, and I'm on my phone, and I'm texting, and everyone's sort of looking at me like, who's the loser texting? And then right. I realize, you know what? Probably not the crowd to be texting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I realized I was wrong. I shouldn't be texting in this crowd. Well, you know, you just got to... I'm learning. I'm learning, folks. Tread Talk, lightly a little, I, my friend. I'm treading lightly and, and, and learning as I go on. But it's a, uh, it's, it, I have to talk for two hours. I did this show a couple times, absolutely, with nobody. There was no callers. How'd that work out for you? Very, very hard. <laughs> talking. And, and you did morning drive on RKO three, four hours... Four hours, five days a week. It's difficult. It is. It's, it's after a while. It's challenging. How sure. do you, you know, you're running out of things to say, and nobody's calling, and I'm, I'm reading out the numbers, and I'm just listening to myself talk, which I actually like listening to myself yeah. talk. <laughs> the problem is, you, but two hours. You like straight. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hard. People talk about, hey, how hard can it be to talk on the radio for four hours? Well, you know what? Freaking try it. Yeah, I, yeah. I hosted an afternoon sports show with Ryan Rossillo, now at ESPN, and John Anik, also at ESPN. Boy, I'm doing freaking real well at Two Guys Smoke Shop. No offense, Dave. Yeah. No, I did that <laughs> you for, made it, baby. I did you that for a couple it. years, and people don't realize how hard that was. I mean, yeah, I was very fortunate. I broadcasted live from Super Bowls, and it was awesome. There were some great times, but there were times where I'd crack the mic going, all right, guys, what are we talking about for four hours? Right. It's, it's hard. Yeah, you do five, uh, five, six hours of prep work. You get your stuff all down. You blow your load in the first 20 minutes, and you're out of stuff to talk about now. But what see, do you do? You need to, again, the, the phrases, guys. <laughs> that would be wrong? Yes, that yes, would yes. Be wrong. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, just smoke your cigar right now. Wow. <laughs> it looks like we have oh, a new game we're going to play, Dave. How can we frustrate Anthony? I can't wait for Monday morning. My owner, Peter Davidson, to call and go, hey, hey guys, the FCC is calling me right now. Folks, anybody listening out there, but there's nobody listening anyway, first off. But if there's anybody listening out there, we apologize. We mean nothing, but this is just stupidity ranking in. And this is. I'm, I'm thrilled I have my, my energy drink tied to this. <laughs> yeah. By the way, guys, enjoy the red. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> this is better than that stuff that starts with uh, red. Hey, I'm, the better Schmetter. They're a billion dollar company. I just, I just want to, you know. Do well with this. That's all well, I focus on. You my should friend. own Boston. That's for sure. I'm working on it. Maybe Mr. Pat Whitley can help me with uh, getting in Beantown at some locations. Yeah. I have a feeling he has some pull. I have a feeling he knows some people. Dave, what do you oh, think? Oh, hang on. Oh, that's Careful, a don't touch that one. Grab a grab a different chair. As, as everyone's trying to figure out and what's going on on the radio world, we have a camera here. Now, how do people actually watch this fine broadcast? You oh, go you to talk? thecigarauthority.com. 
Uh, the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority with the T-H-E right at the beginning, dot com. Uh, you click on the push to watch live, and the screen pops right up. And people can actually see us. They can see us, yeah. So huh. thanks awesome. for dressing the part over here. I, I, I in sweatpants. <laughs> I love when people go, I have a face for radio. Now I'm finally on uh, uh, actually video. Not good. Not good. <laughs> so Pat I, Whitley's got Mike. Okay, beautiful. I just want to say something. You know how the restaurant show got started? How? I wasn't getting your phone calls. On fifteen ten. Okay. That well, w- is that where it started? Was, was, it, was it WMEX back then? WMEX. All right. That's right. I wasn't getting any phone calls. It was a, a July fourth weekend on a Friday. Thirty something years ago, people didn't have phones in their cars. Right. So everybody's headed to the beach. It's about ninety seven degrees outside, right? And I do my o- opening monologue, and I say, you know, I call the governor, come a pinko bedwetter, anything to get a call. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Huh. It, right. it was a regular talk show, not regular, a restaurant show. Regular talk show. Yeah. So I said, finally, I said, well, why don't we go talk about, I started to say theaters, restaurants. And a lady called up and recommended a restaurant that had the best Szechuan food, the best fried ice cream, and, I'm, and best hot and sour soup. And that restaurant got a run on it. That we don't, no, no, don't tell. Don't say yet. All right. That... He always interrupts the big finish, doesn't he? Does. Yeah? He does. I have hasn't a, changed Dave, it off. It's the buildup. It's as radio, a, the big tease. As a, as a fat guy, I think I have the answer. <laughs> yeah. You do. You, I'm sure you do. I'll, all right, I'll let you answer. No, no, go ahead. Go in, ahead. A, in a second, I'll let you answer. So the radio station got a, a, a call from the owner and said, look, of the restaurant, because you got to run on the restaurant that weekend. So he said, uh, how, I'd like, i got good news and bad news. I'd like to... Well, first of all, let me tell you the bad news. I'm filing Chapter 11. All right? The good news is I would like to buy that show, put a commercial in it, if you'll do it again, and I'll pay in advance. And that's how the restaurant show got started. Wow. And that's how what restaurant? Waylos. 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 No kidding. That's right. Wow, that's great. Oh yeah. my god. No, this this was WMEX, the, the old fifteen ten years ago. No, was that when Arnie Woo Woo Ginsburg? No, that was right after that. Okay, all right. Yeah, right after that. Matter of fact, Woo uh, uh, Woo did a weekend uh, show on, on uh, MEX back in the And then it syndicated the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. syndicated through many stations all over the place, including this cigar. That's right. How many times do I come in here? Many. But many, many yeah. times. I've even been upstairs to this palatial mansion that you have up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, folks, today, uh, instead of being on the, the show floor, which is normally where we set up, because it's Christmas week and it is so busy, the uh, employees actually begged me, please bring it upstairs today so that we can have the rest of the floors. People come in and yeah. they watch the show. So, now, we, can let, make, let so we can make room for that presentation where people were buying the burnt sugar cigars. Right. Oh, Thank yeah. you. That's right. what I wanted to ask you. Yes. Okay. What cigar is this? This is very good. You're smoking the Garofalo, which mm. was uh, after 25 years in business. Um, I've been asked by many, many cigar companies to put a cigar brand with my name finally to do it. And I always said no, 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 until finally somebody brought enough samples to me and we went over it and over it. And I they tweaked and tweaked and tweaked. And I said, all right, let's do it. Mm. You know, in honor of my family, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll do it. Well, this it show just turned into a two-hour commercial for everybody. So while we're talking, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com for all your one-stop shop needs for DJ and sound production. 
See, All right, well, this, listen, this is wanna... what you do best. I know this is what I do. We, we, we have a radio legend okay, here, huh? man. Let him go. Let uh, me tell you, he, he, went, he went almost five minutes. He said, uh, one time, and for punctuation, <laughs> whereas David will go the next five minutes that and say, uh, 500 times. Yeah, but at least the FCC is not going to write me. Right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, look, after working with Marjorie Claproot for so many years, right, right. I can tell you some stories about that. I'm but sure you When can. she didn't know the microphone was on. Oh, no, no kidding. Yes, yes. Oh. Yes, and she's probably listening now, so I better <laughs> shut up. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Okay, that's Pat Whitley with the restaurant show. First time that's ever happened. Someone just says, hey, put me on. I'll take the mic. It's awesome. <laughs> Another first. Thank you, Pat. Legend right there, guys. Legend. It sure is. 35 years of a radio show that's on the air. 35 years straight. You, you could tell he was a professional. Oh, he yeah. got on. He, no script. He wasn't planning on being on. Bam. Boy, did he sound like he belonged, too. He had the pipes of God. Here we are. We all sound like Mickey Mouse. Hey, how are you? But he had a cigar going on. And yeah, yeah. you notice I sure. pronounced the R and everything, and you listen... I got a lot to learn about the radio business. How's that's that R sure. working out for you, Dave? It's not working at all. Just Be yourself. To, here's the exercise when, when, you, when, when I first got into radio was go through the alphabet. A, 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 A. B, 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 B. And you had to go through the whole alphabet and, and pronounce your, your letters. And then when you get to ah. R, 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 R. It's yeah, yeah, one yeah. of those things that you have to do, Dave. Believe it or not, I went to Northeast Broadcasting School. Really? I got out of high school, and I did, um, you know, a, just for like a two-month thing just to try to learn, and I wanted to go into radio. And I worked at WBOS Disco 93 in the 70s when disco was hot, and it was a hot, hot station at the time. WBOS, I, which is still 92.9? Yes, it was okay, Disco sure. 93. All right. Uh, 92.9 is right. And they had me do everything, and they liked me very much, and I was timing records, and I was doing the library, and I was calling up to see what the songs were and, and dealing with the, the program director, of uh, music director, and choosing music and everything. And I wanted to be on the air, and they would let me, um, you know, slip music in and do different things, but the mic is off. The mic is off. And um, if you remember Ron Robin, that's who I worked for. Do you remember Ron I Robin at all? I don't believe I do. Ron Robin was, uh, he was he was a big deal in broadcasting, not only on radio, but he also did Evening Magazine and okay. different things like that. And um, nice man. And he said, Dave, you're a great guy. You, you're the hottest working person in the place. He said, you got to go up to Maine or something and, you know, practice up there and get rid of this New England accent you have. And I, I was getting like five dollars an hour working there, and uh, I ended up uh, becoming a, a disc jockey in nightclubs, making lots and lots of money. And that's what I ended up doing because I just couldn't break it. I didn't have it. They wouldn't even let me practice, and you know I, I could practice. So you were mixing. cutting up on the one and twos. What does that mean? Never mind. The turntables. Yes. You were working the twins. Yes. You were working the twins. The wheels, the wheels of the steel, wheels they of used steel. to call it way back then. <laughs> That's <David>. right. <clears throat> I, can, uh, I can definitely work the, the equipment of the old-fashioned uh, record players and things like that. but It's Shadow Garofalo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that's... Uh... He's actually very good on the microphone in front of a, a live audience. He, I, we just did a cigar dinner at uh, Cigar Masters in Worcester. Not only before everyone was there, I made him get up on my equipment and actually do a mix and show me what he used to do and, you know, see if I could learn something, which I did. Yeah. And you learned that uh, an old dog can 
forget everything he ever learned, right? <laughs> you did wonderful. Yeah. It took you a little longer than I thought it would, but, you know, it's like riding a bike. You may be a little wobbly, but you get it. He gets the microphone, and he's out there, and he's talking. That, that doesn't sound anything like he does on the radio. He's, you know, much more loose and just because it's not as long. It's not two hours. He's just up there for a minute. Two minutes. Done. I didn't insult anybody. I said what I had to say for two minutes. I think you might have dropped any, a couple any, F-bombs Anytime you, you get tense, Dave, anytime you get tense, just bark. Right. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Goose Fabra. Goose, Goose Faba. Goose Faba. Nothing. That's good. I Anger that. management. That's right. Anger <laughs> management. You know what I wanted to say? The highest paid athletes, all these records are coming out. The, the, be, the biggest of 2010, the best this, the best that. The list came out today for the highest paid athletes of 2010. Where's Tiger Woods on that list? He's got to be number one. He's number one. Is he still number one, yes, really? Number one. number one. He has been for some time. He uh, made $110 million dollars million. That surprises year. me that he he's still there, win. Mr. Jonathan. doesn't surprise me. That's you, Tiger Woods. The, now, big, the biggest loser of 2010, and he got paid $110 million. <laughs> Tiger Woods, y'all. Yeah. Well, all that, all that publicity put his name out there. I mean, that was basically a commercial for his brand. Now, if you didn't know who Tiger Woods was, now you do know who he is. He's worth more money. If I was a sponsor, I'd, I'd pay him. So you have that list there, Dave. So Tiger's number one. So that's weird to begin with. All right. And there's a three-way tie for second at all the way down to $45 million. So Tiger Woods way ahead at 110, and then there's a three-way tie at 45. But one of the guys didn't. Did no sports this year, oh. or for many years, and the guy is number two, tied for second, which is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Okay, sure, wow. sure. That makes sense to me. When you build the legs, doesn't make sense to me that he's not an athlete anymore. I mean, he's just he's just a name, and he's still the, on the, the list. The brand is just so powerful. Never Br- brand is the right word because they have branded themselves, and it's the, you know it's all about sneakers. And I think he the, deserves it. He was he was the dominant force in basketball for so long. I've the said guy it, I've you said wanted. it many times. The, the greatest basketball player ever to play the game. Arguably, people say Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, Russell. Oscar Robinson, some of these other guys. I think Michael Jordan was the best. He ever. was he was the guy you wanted the ball in his hands for whatever the last play was. It didn't matter if it's a jump shot, if it's a three-pointer, if it's dunking. He could do everything and literally carried the Bulls for every single one of those well, he, championships. He had a good crew around him, though. I, you can't, I don't think you could say he carried the team. Oh, he definitely did. He had the ball every time there was a last play. Every time. Well, they finally won championships when they got a center take away, and Bill, Bill Cartwright. They needed right. a center to, to get things done. Absolutely. Once they got Bill Cartwright, things kind of clicked. And obviously he had his take his, away his Scottie side Pippen, kick, Scottie Dennis Pippen. Rodman. Well, how much, do, how much do those guys make this year? Probably not much. Not, not much. Not as much as Dave Garofalo at Two Guys Smoke Shop. <laughs> you think so? I don't know about, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you, you, are, you are a boxing historian, and, and you know your boxing stuff. Oh, like, no. Like Bert when, Sugar's the historian. I'm just a fan lucky enough to be on the radio covering the sport. Well, one of... one. There's a boxer that made the top ten. Really? This year had to, well, be, he, had to be Pacquiao. Of course. The Pac Man, Manny Pacquiao. Day. 40 mil. Yes. And what did he wow. fight? Twice? Twice. Twice, yeah. 40 he, it's, mil, two fights. He's the best. Twenty-four rounds. He's the best fighter I've 40 ever. Forty mil. Seen. He's the best fighter I've ever seen fight. I mean, really? he is spectacular. He is second to none. What he has been able to accomplish in his career. Now, guys, he's a congressman in the Philippines. He's a, he's a congressman really? at the top of his sport. He's number one pound for pound king in the sport, and he's making twenty million every time he fights. It's ridiculous. Well, and he's got a big payday if the if the right fight comes his way, boy. Well, holy if, if, God! If Mayweather can stay out of jail again, yeah. he was jailed the other exactly. night in Las Vegas for wow. a uh, misdemeanor charge of 
poking his security guard. If that fight happens, if Mayweather and Pacquiao are able to get together, it will be the highest grossing fight in the history of boxing. It'll build $250 million. Wow. More than the Super Bowl, more than anything you'll ever see in your life, and it'll be spectacular. So boxing, if it ever happens. Yeah, boxing is far from dead, man. It's <laughs> taking in the money, that's for sure. Sure, sure. What, what about with, this M with the MMA stuff and all that stuff? Is it hurting boxing? It hurting, no, Dave. And I, I've always said to, to everybody, and, and I do a, a radio show for boxing, the Mouthpiece Boxing Show, and I have a mouthpiece MMA show and a mouthpiece wrestling show as well. Um, the sports can coexist. You don't need to choose between boxing and MMA. There can be fans for both. You can like both. It's okay. I personally, I'm not a huge MMA guy. I don't hate the sport. I like to see, I want to see it do well, and I enjoy it. Boxing, I just grew up watching the sport. I love it. I'm a fan, and I will be forever. And boxing, you know, every time I talk boxing or everyone sees my truck, I have the big mouthpiece boxing.com in the back window. Yeah. People go, oh, boxing's dead. And they want to, boxing's not dead. The last fight built $70 million. The fight's the furthest thing from dead. Yeah, These yeah. pay-per-view numbers are astronomical. There's a reason HBO does regular fights on HBO and does pay-per-view. There's a reason Showtime, the other huge network, carries boxing. There's a reason ESPN, the worldwide leader, has fights on Wednesday nights and Friday nights. There's three huge networks. Do you think boxing's dead with three huge networks covering the sport? How about having a regular network cover a big, a free boxing event, something big, and bring it back to the forefront again. And that's what a lot of people have tried to do. And people have tried to put, you know, a fight on NBC, CBS, yeah. you know, for the mainstream public to get that, the, the people back into it. It's just, thing. It, you, it's know, you know what did it for, for the UFC was Spike TV. Sure. And it, and it brought it. I mean, I was an early, I, I got into UFC right at the beginning. I'm turned off to it because I actually promoted my own event and lost an awful lot of money and I got yeah, a bad money, taste in my money. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was painful and but I used to do all the pay-per-views. I, I still do all the pay-per-view boxing stuff. But the MMA thing I said, okay, here's something new and different coming on and as I got to know some of the, the players and stuff, I got turned off to Louis and Jonathan, you, you guys you guys MMA boxing guys? I'm a I'm a big MMA guy. Yeah. I like watching the sport mainly and Maybe this is just my opinion, but I think it's different from boxing because there's so many, there's so much young talent sure. in MMA versus boxing. As far as I can see, I mean, you don't see, you know, fights once a month in boxing with the same caliber of young talent. Maybe because now instead of going into boxing, the younger fighters are going into MMA, and maybe that has something to do with it. But I mean, I still love watching the big fights. Great boxing. I mean, some of my favorite fights of all time. You know, actually, one was at the Ice Center, Mickey Ward versus Emmanuel Augustus. That has, that's my favorite fight of all time. Fight, sure. You know, absolute brawl. But I think that's the biggest problem. And then getting young people, you know, like myself, to watch boxing on a regular basis. And, and that's been a big challenge, guys, because, you know, people talk about boxing and even horse racing. It, it, horse racing's an old-time sport because you're not getting a younger gen generation turning over, in. aren't going to the racetracks watching, right. you know, horse racing. It's, it's similar to boxing, and you talk about the, the young guys. Yeah, there's a lot of young guys in the sport, but boxing's different because the young guys, they don't get that name recognition because they're fighting nobodies, and they're building their careers, and yeah, their yeah. managers are, are padding their stats and getting them to 20, 25, and 0 before they get yeah, to right. that, that stage if they have enough talent. And, sure. that, and that's not what happens in MMA. No, I mean, these guys not. have losses early on, and people want to see the big fights. And again, I respect these guys because not only are these MMA guys boxers because they ha they all have three or four different skills. They're yeah. they're 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 jujitsu guys. They're Muay Thai. They're wrestlers. They're yeah. they have Kick all these different everything. skills. Yes, that's a, that. I mean, they're talented. 
they are, without a doubt, yeah. very talented people. They're doing the uh, high-altitude training. I mean, they really, really get into what uh, what they have going on. But you've got to imagine it, it, they're not going to be doing it. And there's a few exceptions I know that have made it to the 40s and stuff, but I think it's a very, very short career yeah, doing that. Tough. Your body ain't going to take that for too many Fighting years. in general, you would think, should be a short career. It's amazing how some of these fighters stretch it out and then, you know, it's you, great, hate, to, you great... hate to say punchy, but... That's what ends up happening. That's a great segue, guys, because tonight on Showtime, you have Bernard Hopkins, the yeah. executioner, right. fighting Jean Pascal in Quebec in, in, in Pascal's hometown. Bernard Hopkins, January 15th, is going to be 46 years old. Wow. And he is still at the top of his game and tough as nails. And I've covered a half dozen Bernard Hopkins fights, and he is awesome. How long did George Foreman go to? George Foreman was 47. 47. And, uh, and, and, and um, no, I believe he, no, actually when he won the title, excuse me, when George Foreman won, came back and won the heavyweight title, yeah. he was 45. I'm thinking 47 because I'm thinking Evander Holyfield is yeah, still trying to still get another belt at age 47, which to me, I'd like to see him go by the wayside because I think he took a couple too many punches myself. You uh, spoke to him? You've, you've we've, had, we've had him on the show a few times. Okay. And, um, this is interesting. It's challenging, yeah. For the second week in a row, there's another huge fight in Quebec in Canada. You know, last week, or the week before, you had the big UFC fight between sure. George St. Pierre and Josh Koscheck. You know, the young blood fighting the seasoned veteran, you know, went into St. Pierre's and hometown and God is he just beat him down. Yeah. He just tooled on him the whole time. Beat him down. What I like is I grew up with what was the WWF, now the WWE. I loved the drama that they built in, and the, they built up all the fights, and the fights were an hour, and it was just I grew up with that. Pure entertainment. The UFC does that, but now it has all the, the glitz and glamour of what the WWF had in the 90s and the late 80s, but it's real fighting. These right, guys right, are getting yeah. real blood. They're getting knocked unconscious. The, the real submissions. So it has all the glitz and glamour, and it's also true violence. There's a, there's a couple things you need to pay attention with MMA. New York needs to get sanctioned. You need to put a big UFC fight at Madison Square Garden, the world's most Absolutely. famous arena. It's, that has to happen. It's the only state left, right? Boston. Boston it was Boston and New York, and Boston yep. made it. So Boston got it, and Dana White finally got to come home and, and put his right. show on. Now, I know there was, there was a little disappointment with the crowd and the numbers and the ticket sales and whatnot, but they finally got in Boston. That was big. And the second thing you need to see... In MMAs, you need to see the corporate sponsorship dollars start coming in. You're seeing occasionally you'll, 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 they'll have you know Bud Light in there and a couple others, but you really need to see some of these corporate sponsors spending some dollars. Hence, finally having some of these fighters that are putting this, their, their right. lives on the line in the, in, in the cage, getting, big paid, getting paid. Manny Pacquiao, Dave, you just mentioned is making twenty million a fight. These top MMA guys are making what a million, two million dollars, maybe. Yeah, right. That's ridiculous. The pay-per-view numbers of UFC and MMA are through the roof. There's money being made. Well, These the, fighters need to be taken care well, of. The Absolutely. problem is that there's one organization, so there's a monopoly on it pretty much right now. And yeah, they the buy up. They buy up every one of the small ones. Right. And so it's safe to say Dana White's bank account is slightly better than ours. <laughs> and, there's, and there's a Boston he's guy a that genius, started. Out, he's a, he yeah, was he a, a bellboy. He was a bellboy. Bellboy bell at the hotel in the Boston uh, Holy Hotel. God. We got about four minutes left, and I'd love to do a uh, cigar authority decision because I have some flavors. Well, I got to tell you. This is the first show we went deep, deep into the show, and we have not barely talked about cigars at all, but having a surprise guest and all that stuff. But Sorry, I'm enjoying, I, I like to talk, no, guys. I love My it. bad. I am enjoying the cigar very much, and, and uh, you usually come up with some oh, wild taste. Listen, you got this something. is good. I have uh, 
My I, got the, I got the sweet tot going on with yeah. the bean town. I had so, to, you know. I had to lay off the bean down for a minute so I could because uh, I wanted to do a good summary here. I get nervous cigar. when Mr. Jonathan goes, "Wait a minute, this is good." So, I get nervous. Yeah. Growing up, my mom used to make this certain dish with string beans. She'd have string beans. She'd have rosemary, garlic, and a little bit of uh, sliced almonds that she'd kind of caramelize mm. in the pan before Hungry. she'd hook them hook them up. And then she'd put it out, and that was like the favorite thing. That was the only way we would eat green beans because none of us liked them. And now a vegetarian. Vegetarian. So. I am actually getting all of the major flavor components from string beans, rosemary, garlic, and the caramelized It reminds you of having that. that Bam. I, like, I, I got halfway through the cigar, and I'm like, right back to my childhood immediately. Smoking a cigar reminds you of string beans. I'm tasting string beans, He's got some weird things that happen. Wow. How did you let garlic? a vegetarian on the show as the co-host? It, it's a weird thing. I was hoping to, well, to cross uh, over. What you guys can't see is I've actually managed to edge Dave almost completely out of the shot, too. He's <laughs> half, <laughs> half <laughs> Dave over there. I've almost taken over the show completely at this point. And again, for the non-radio audience, you can you can watch, actually, this show, which is very entertaining, right. on thecigarauthority.com. Thank you. TheCigarAuthority.com. I just wanted to throw you a point there, man. It sounded like you wanted to also throw in some R's because Dave doesn't pronounce his. And if you <laughs> if you actually miss the show while you're driving around and then you actually can't watch it right now and you're saying, I wanted to see what this was all about, go on there and all the old shows are still on. I actually just re-upped all of them, all the originals. I put them on my iPod and I've been driving around listening to them, uh, you know, looking for new cigars to smoke that it because sometimes on the show we smoke it, and then I don't smoke it smoke again it for again, a while. Man. So I was looking for some other cigars, and I went back and listened to it, and I'm laughing my butt off. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't say ass. Aren't you pro- <laughs> Okay. Oh, Louis, what do you taste? Do you have tastes in cigars? Do we, when you yeah. taste cigars, you taste things? Marshmallows? You taste marshmallows? <clears throat> I don't taste marshmallows. Just check. Or string beans, garlic, and almonds. And rosemary. And There's ro- rosemary in here. Why no. wouldn't there be? How do you get rosemary? I, I'm, I'm curious. How do you get rosemary from smoking this cigar? I'm just pulling the flavor out, Louis. It's not a flavored cigar. Nope, but this flavor is... What's, this, what, what's the name what of this get? cigar again, guys? This Did, is the Hammer and Sickle Moscow City. All right, what does yeah. it taste like to you, brother? To me, comparing it to the old Hammer and Sickle, it's a little more full-bodied. There's no real punch when you start smoking it. So for those of you who like milder cigars, I think you could smoke it. Um... It's got a little bit of a nutty taste. It's it's more of a sweet Maduro. I think it's sweeter in taste, but it's, you know, the Connecticut Broadleaf. It's Connecticut, Connecticut, Connecticut. Yep. Right? So is that all U.S. grown? All U.S. grown. All U.S. grown. Yeah. So you sound like you know your cigars. He knows the cigars. He's, this talking, he's talking food over here that I'm starving. And yeah. I'm wondering whether or not he like missed breakfast like... or, you know, he's making it up as he goes. I don't know. It, it, it's a good taste in cigar. And as he said, I mean, I, I would call it uh, medium to full bo- full. Flavored, flavored, yet um, it doesn't have the strength. It has no bite to it or anything like that. Listen, we're running out of time, and we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm very, very excited. Burt Sugar, this is an icon in the cigar world, and it'll be an honor to have him on the show. He's coming on, and we've got lots to talk about. We're getting ready for our New Year's resolution. We're going to smoke oh, his boy. cigar, right? We're going to smoke his cigar. Please don't nice. tell him his cigar smokes like, tastes like a salad, please. <laughs> there we I'll go. do so my best. Stick around, folks. We're going to be back in just a tastes couple like minutes on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. 
The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money, they'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. WWZN Boston. The Terriers of Boston University are the national champions. Your home for Boston University men's hockey and men's basketball. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. 
Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Here's Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. And we are back live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, with the Cigar Authority radio show. We're upstairs from Two Guys today because it's Christmas time here in New Hampshire, tax-free New Hampshire. And uh, they got us off the sales floor because it's busy. There's lots of action out there. And we still have Dave off the screen. Really? Very nice. Slide over, man. Give Dave, me a little spot here. to us, man. If, if you happen to be listening on the radio and you ever want to see this mess actually uh, visually, you can tune into the CigarAuthority.com. All the old shows are up there, along with on uh, Ustream.tv. We're podcasting on Podbean.com. And the four radio stations listening to us right now is WWZN, AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. Love that station. Love it. WGHM, <laughs> 900. The game in Nashua, WARL in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening in. This is a two-hour radio show. We're on the second hour, and we're very, very excited because we're smoking a brand-new cigar. And, Anthony, this is your brand, your first attempt at premium cigars, the Burt Sugar Cigar. You've got an icon on the band, and there he is with the fedora hat and the cigar, as we all know him. And folks, if you think about who Bert Sugar is, if you don't if you don't know who he is, he's the guy during the boxing matches and stuff. You see him with the hat on and the cigar. He's been doing it for probably fifty years, and he's he's certainly an icon. And uh, we're going to have him on a little later on. We're, we're tracking him down in, in, in his home in New York. And, and Bert Sugar's, uh, like I said earlier, a dear friend of mine. Been covering the fights, lucky enough to, uh, to to literally sit with Bert Sugar at these big fights and pick his brain and listen to the stories. Oh, yeah. You know, late night in, the, in these Las Vegas hotels at MGM and Mandalay Bay, just listening to him captivate a bar, an audience, and him tell stories, he, just second to none. He was at the Ali fights and all that stuff, he right? He called all the big fights, Rumble in the Jungle and, wow. and, and, and everything. I mean, he, he, he's been at all of them, and, and, and we'll get him on here shortly. I'm excited. We've been working on this project for, for many years now with this Burt Sugar Premium Cigar line. You said first, hopefully not last, Dave. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, um, so, what, is it, what does it mean to call a fight? What, what is, is that the person that is announcing to the audience live is it the person that's announcing on the radio on hbo like who what is the caller there's there's many different things there's the tv audience there's guys that call the, the radio calls as well and then he's basically you know he's a boxing historian he's been there with the print and press and and been there at all these fights covering them so if and i'm watching on hbo is he is his voice the one that i'd he, be hearing he will not no he will but you'll see him on the specials when they do the 24 7 specials sure. promoting the big fights you'll always see Bert sugar he's the guy as you mentioned dave known for the fedora hat and the cigar yeah. mouth. he's the writer you see you him know. on espn classic and um very funny story about Burt Sugar. He is the only guy ever in New York to be allowed to take his driver's license picture with his hat on. 
Really? really? You're not supposed to take. You're not supposed to have a hat on in your driver's license picture. If I could spit it out. Yeah. And they said it's Bert Sugar. He they told him to take his hat off, and he said, "Why would I do that? I'm Bert Sugar." And he has his driver's license with his fedora hat on. Does he Which sleep with awesome. it? Awesome. I got a lot of questions. He must. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about this cigar. We have three different sizes, Dave. And, yeah. And, and again, you're the cigar connoisseur. I'm just uh, uh, lucky enough to, to to be partnered up here, and, and you've given me a lot of guidance along the way here as well. Uh, the makeup of this cigar is a five-tobacco blend, hand-rolled using premium tobacco in Nicaragua. And, and so tell, Nic- tell the audience about this a little well, bit. Well, I, I know the factory. It's a small, small factory that makes this. Uh, they make another cigar out there that, that was so, so popular this year, which is called Brick House. Okay. And these are the folks that put this together. Brick House is, is a darker wrapper, a heavier wrapper. Well, you know, looking at, at Bert and always seeing a cigar in his mouth, it tends to be a shade wrapper like this. This is Connecticut Shade on a, uh, obviously, a very complex blend using five different tobaccos. So there's a lot going on in here, complex as far as the blend goes, but mild because of the wrapper. So you got a lot happening in a subtle way. Smooth, flavorful, and well-constructed premium cigar. That, Dave, th- that, thanks that, so much for selling this here at, well, at all the three guys, and we're going to get this brand out. Two guys. Two guys. Oh, three locations. Well, of the, of the two guys. And I'm, try, I'm, tr- I'm trying to become a, I'm He's actually, trying to become the third guy. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. I thought he was helping me become the third guy because that's Sorry, what I'm doing. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So three different sizes. You got a five by fifty-six, which is a kind of a thick uh, robusto. robusto, a okay. six by fifty-four, and the size we're smoking right now is a seven by fifty, a true Churchill size cigar. Which seeing Bert out there smoking a cigar, it seems like he has the biggest cigar in his hand all the time. He, 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 I don't know if, uh, you know, I've seen him with lit cigars. I've seen him in unlit cigars, you know, some places. He's got a cigar in his mouth. Even if there's no smoking allowed, he'll, he'll have it in his mouth uh, unlit. We're very excited. We're going to have these cigars at all the big fights and, and have, you know, Bird out in, you know, the lobby signing boxes of these. We're constructing the box as we speak. It's going to be obviously a boxing theme with a ring, and we're all excited about this. The, the, and, um, this, is a, this is really a pre-release of the cigar because um, when Anthony came to me with it, he said, you know, the packaging is ready. The cigars have been aging for a long time. They're ready. And uh, with with the the fighter uh, movie coming out and stuff like that, she would like to get it out uh, in time. And here it is. And I said, you know, you can't smoke the box. Give me the cigars in a bundle form. I don't care. We put a tray out, and people are trying the cigar out anyway. And, Love it. And you, you, you're looking at a cigar retail here is in the $6 range. So it's a very, very fair price, as Brick House is. Um, I, we, the goal like, was to keep the price reasonable, yeah. and, and we've done that, and it's a great cigar. What typically happens with these brands that come out with famous people's names attached to them is that the, the price ends up being escalated so much because there's other people involved, and typically... A cigar like this would be would come closer to twenty dollars rather than closer to five dollars, you know. And uh, very proud of this, Dave. Yeah, and it's you know very excited about it. And guys, I'm curious to get your take, Mr. Jonathan. I hope it doesn't taste like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you asked for it. Um, the right on the initial light, uh, you know, as I'm pulling the, the the smoke into my mouth and exhaling, uh, I'm getting a flavor. It's a little bit sweet. It's a little bit grassy, and it reminds me of. Uh, going to the Whole Foods market and getting uh, shots of wheatgrass. So <laughs> wheatgrass. What they do is they grow <laughs> these folks wheatgrass in, in sheet pans. They grow this special kind of grass that you can eat, and it's very high in, in everything: antioxidants, chlorophyll, the whole bit. It's not high in cheese. And you're not I want extra yeah. cheese with mine, and I've never had wheatgrass. A lot of times with cigars, they come out and they taste 
kind of grassy or they taste like hay or whatever. And it's not always a pleasant thing. With this, there's a sweetness to it, which the wheatgrass has a very sweet flavor. Uh, and so to me, this is very, very enjoyable. When I say wheatgrass, I'm not trying to turn anyone off. Uh, it's a flavor that I enjoy very much. In fact, this is probably the fifth time I've smoked a cigar because I bought some as soon as I saw them in the store. Bam. Thank yeah. you, sir. I'm just, you know, we're trying to figure out a tagline for this and, and how we can promote this. Tastes just, just like wheatgrass. I, I just don't want to be like, it's uh, you're smo- It's like smoking grass. Yeah, yeah. It's not I don't think work. I want to go there. I, I have a creamy taste to it. See, yeah. see the fine line here of the burn? It's, it's constructed very, very nice, and that's a sign of very, very aged tobacco. So it's not like it's a, it's a fresh cigar. And a grassy taste sometimes to me, again, I don't know what wheatgrass tastes like, but grassy is usually a sign of, of um, unfermented. Something or being it, immature. It, it, yeah, it's too... I'm not of, getting the immature grassy yeah, yeah. flavor on this. It's very, wheatgrass is very thick. It's very full-bodied as cool. a flavor. And what do you really, you eat the grass? No, you, you drink it. They, they juice it. There's they a special little it. juicer. You put it in, and it comes out as a shot that's super Cup green, like this big. extra concentrated, and you drink it, and it... Who you, are you? It's like espresso for vegetarians. He's the opposite it's of like me. It's like espresso He's for vegetarians. Nice. Really? Espresso for vegetarians. It's good. What do you think? Where do you get that, really? Whole, Whole Foods, Foods Market, yeah. They, Where's they, there a Whole Foods? Is there any around here? I'm trying to think. They're, they, I've they, never been they in got one. Cambridge. They got rid of well, the, the Of one. course it's Cambridge. <laughs> I just wonder if... Of course. I wonder if they'll sell my energy drink at Whole Foods. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. not. Louis, what do you think of the Birch Sugar Premium Cigar? <clears throat> Okay, the Birch Sugar Cigar, this, to me, is it's, it's very, very mild. Mild for my taste. I usually like the more full-body, full-flavored. I do smoke mild cigars, though, from time to time. And I, I don't think it, from smoking grassy cigars, you know, cigars that just come out that are under-fermented, I don't think this necessarily has that. I think it is a little bit creamy, you know, some nutty flavors. I don't think it's grassy at all. Um, because I associate grassy cigars that come out that are generally mild, made with Connecticut wrappers, to be a little bit bitter, um, a little bit yeah, acidic. Yeah, there's no bitterness at all. In and this isn't this isn't the case. So you know, that's my opinion. I mean, I think it's a good, it's a great smoke. It burns well, has good flavor. So for somebody that likes a mild cigar, this would be an excellent choice. And, and obviously, Burt Sugar is a mild cigar smoker, and we yeah. wanted to cater towards what obviously he liked because we wanted him on board, fully on board. We gave him some 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 samples, some, a couple different uh, tries, if you will, and this is the one he absolutely loved, and he's on board with it. And again, we're thrilled to uh, to get this soft launch of the. Birch Sugar Premium Cigar. Unsalted butter. Oh, boy. Unsalted butter. When was the last time you had butter that was unsalted? I've had it accidentally. The wife got <laughs> the wrong thing. And I'm like, That's the what? baking butter, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? But the, it, it's creamy and buttery, but it doesn't have the salt to yeah. it. Yeah. My freaking stomach is rumbling. I'm starving. You guys keep talking about all this food. <laughs> but what else are you going to compare it to? I mean, you're putting it in your mouth, so you're going to compare it to something you put in your mouth. Right, that's the idea or what it is. Sure. That's as far okay. on the line as I'm going to go for you. If you weren't you. here, I might have gone further. But the I'm folks that are it. listening in, premium cigars, this is what it's about. And you go into a premium cigar store, you'll see hundreds and thousands of different cigars in there. And why is there a need for that? It, it's basically a, a going into a candy store and there's millions of kind, different kinds yeah. of... Candy's all made with sugar, but that doesn't mean the sugar's going to taste the same. And right. unlike a, cigar, a, a cigarette smoker, a cigar smoker doesn't smoke the same cigar all the time. You always change. You always change, or you're missing the whole thing of it. It's like connoisseurs of wine. They don't drink the same wine. They're always trying new things. You're always looking for the next best thing. And you want, you're in different moods for different times. This is a perfect early day cigar for me. Absolutely. This is how I like it. 
I can smoke these back-to-back without a problem. The heavy, heavy stuff I can't do. Um, we probably should have had this cigar before the other cigar because the other cigar did overpower a little the bit, flavor yeah. of this. But we had some Bean Town energy drink in Let's between. Wash so it down. There you go. Thanks for the plug, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Dave, speaking of, uh, you know, you mentioned Christmas earlier. We're a week away from Christmas, so people still looking for that uh, holiday gift. They can get to Two Guys Smoke Shop, all three locations, and and, and per- hey, thanks and, for the plug, and, brother. And, and purchase some cigars. I have to throw it in there and purchase a Burt Sugar cigar as well. Great. Give All three stores have Thank the Burt Sugar. Go in there and just buy a Burt Sugar and try it anyway. Uh, and while you're smoking your cigar, you listen to the Making Mountains Move podcast. That way everyone gets a plug on the show. There we go. And don't forget to pick up your hammer and sickle cigar as well that you smoked earlier. That's at, right. All right, there we go. And, uh, and, and then, and commercial's this, over, folks. We're going to go back to uh, cigar well, smoking. If, if now. you think about the guest we had earlier today, Pat Whitley, his show. No, that was Pat Whitley. Is a commercial. The whole show is a commercial sure, of different restaurants. restaurants. It's yeah. it, it's an unbelievable concept. People advertise on it too, but even if you're not advertising, the simple cho- uh, thing that goes on is everybody plugging their favorite restaurants and stuff. So the interesting concept. It, it actually obviously worked. What did he say? Thirty-two years or thirty-five years? Thirty-five years. Thirty-five yeah. years. He's doing, he's doing something right. He sure is. That's a dude who never runs out of stuff to talk about. No. Okay, so uh, New Year's resolution. Anything? Anything, you guys? I'm going to start smoking a Burt Sugar cigar every day. I don't know if you're supposed to start not doing something or whatever, but the first, the next couple of weeks we're not going to be on live because it's actually Christmas Day and, and New Year's Day. So it's going to be a tape show, great show. It's going to be the anniversary uh, show we did in the in the anniversary party. Spectacular. That was where you gave away. What, what car did you give away there, gave away, away a Rolls Royce. Yes, that's right. You gave a Rolls Royce away. 250 uh, it, silver bars. Yeah, it was it was a great show, and uh, I didn't participate a lot in it, and maybe that's what made it so great. But it, it, was, actually, it. it was actually a really good show. So that's what will be on. But when we come back, the week we come back we're bringing a nutritionist on and he is also a what he's a a personal trainer personal trainer his thing unlike most personal trainers that train you in the gym he's actually more of a fitness life coach his philosophy is that just like running a marathon your marathon coach wouldn't say just go out and run 26 miles and then pay me he you know he puts you on a program and gets your body ready for that well he's going to get your body and your mind ready to make changes very subtly to your diet. Let me know how that works out for you. Well, he, it's going to be interesting because I, I did talk to him already, and I said, yeah, you want to do the show, and we'll talk. And I, he walked into the office, and I stood up, and I said, what can you do with this? Oh, yeah. Huh? Unso- yeah. Unsalted, be- unsalted butter, do we, here we come. Do we, have, uh, do we have a caller coming in? Well, we have an update. Uh, our producer, Jim Foley, has been attempting to get Burt Sugar on the line. Apparently, he's not answering. We've left him uh, four messages now, 0 for 4. So we'll keep trying. He's, a, bu- he's a busy fellow. We spoke to him early this week. He said he would join us, but if he doesn't, we'll, we'll get him on in the next couple of weeks. And we're also going to get him up here. We'll get him on if during I the tape show. If I was Muhammad Ali, he would come on. <laughs> but we well, do have a caller. We do have a caller. We have our friend Rudy from Canada. Rudy! Merry Christmas, Rudy. Good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Uh, it's Rudy from Canada, a.k.a. Vinny DeSilvio. So, uh, and, uh, thank you very much, by the way, for the... Thank you, thank you for the KG Beaner, by the way. That was very brilliant. Do you, do, do you really live in Canada? He does. Sweet. Yeah, can't, wait do. to, can't wait to ship up that bean town to Canada. That won't cost a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah can't wait to get it. Um, so... I just had a couple of comments real quick and then a question actually for pretty much anybody who's into cigars on the on the panel. Um, 
uh, I'm stoked to see the fighter, uh, but I also wanted to point out that the town just came out on DVD and Blu-ray, which you know, to me, not maybe I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know enough about about you know New England. I, I actually did think it was a great representation of uh, of authentic New England people. Uh, you know, not the fact that they're criminals necessarily, but uh, well, we are. <laughs> but no, I thought it was great. So that just came out. The question I had um, was, you know, Dave, you were talking about cigars and, and trying different cigars, and I'm completely with you on that. But is anyone else like me where you you do have like at least one or two uh, go-to cigars mainstays that you know? Sometimes you're just in the mood for something you're familiar with, and you want to go with, you know, the the one or two cigars that that never disappoint. Absolutely, absolutely, yep. and, and, and I have that. I mean, every time I go to a Padron Anniversario, the regular 1964 Maduro. I say, why do I keep switching around? I have to switch around anyway because I'm a tobacco buyer, but that would that is always my go-to cigar if I say, you know what, I want something that, exactly the way you say it, too. Something it's like I'm cigar familiar comfort with food. Yeah, it's a familiar thing. So that would be the thing I would go to automatically. How about you, Louie? I mean, for me, it's exactly the same cigar. You know, Padron Anniversario, whether it's a 26 or a 64, just so consistent, so much flavor in the cigar. It's excellent every single time. It's the same you know, every it's, time. It's the same every time. It's yeah. excellent flavor, construction, the whole, you know, it's everything you would expect in a premium cigar consistently every single time. I so, go, myself, I go uh, bounce back and forth between the Cusano Hermanos Vintage Blend and the Chateau Real. I have them both in my humidor always, and I love them both. So sometimes... Uh, uh, very similar cigars. Yeah, they very are. similar, although from different countries and stuff. Well, and I drink, I smoke my bird sugar cigar every day. Every day. That, how about <laughs> what, you? What Woody? I do what is you? I like to eat my steak tips every day. So I, I, I keep a habit there. And with my food, I like to eat the same thing every day. Steak, steak, steak every tips day. every day. I know you like that, Jonathan. Love it. Kidding. Big New, fan New, of the meat. New Bridge <laughs> Cafe. <laughs> the steak tips are delicious. There. Yeah. Yes. Um, what do you do? What do you have, Rudy? We, we are, you are a preview to every single cigar up your way, uh, including all the Cuban cigars. Guys, what do you tend to go to? Well, we've we've talked about Cubans before, and yes. uh, you know you know how I feel about those. If if you remember the conversation, uh, yes, um, I do. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't I don't smoke them very much. The the ones that I enjoy aren't that affordable to me. Uh, however, uh, I do like Nicaraguans and Hondurans. My my favorite Honduran has got to be a Don Tomas Classico because I'm a, a mild cigar, mild to medium kind of guy for the most part. Um, but but also uh, one recently that I, I think I might want to buy a box of is the Perdomo Grand Cru. Awesome cigar. And, and priced unbelievable. You're talking about lower price cigars, uh, and I know that the taxes up in Canada are crazy, but you're talking about $6 cigars on our shelf up here in tax-free New Hampshire. It's an unbelievable cigar with a lot of flavor. Actually, uh, me and Louie are going in 29 days. 29 days. 29 days. We're going to uh, a few days at the Perdomo factory in Nicaragua, yep. not only to smoke everything he has there, but actually to try the things that will be coming out next year. Looking and, forward to that. And that'll we're gonna go. Uh, I'm in the middle of uh, January sixteenth. January sixteenth for a few days. So safe to say, you have security going with you. We have security. <laughs> we'll be we'll be packing ourselves. Don't worry about that. Okay. 
So that, that is a good call. That is, that is a great cigar, and he's doing a great, great job there with it. Uh, the expensive cigars you're talking about out of Cuba, uh, what do you like uh, most there? Because I find the Cuban cigars to be more than mild to medium. Um, the majority of them is uh, more full of body to my tasting, but what, what do you like? Uh, well, I mean, um, it's, it's like I said, I'm more mild to medium, but I really liked uh, Cohiba. I, I can't remember what they call it, but it's the Robusto in the, in the kind of original Cohiba line. Uh, it's not one of their special kind of brand extensions, but just Cohiba. Um, or, you know, the one I mentioned to you, which was the Monte Cristo Open Eagle. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I smoked it once, and it, it was just the greatest Cuban I've ever had. There's a cigar out there. The, the best Cuban I've ever had is called Que Dorce, and it's a brand that is, that is made for, it could be uh, just Spain or, you know, it's, it's one country or something, and, and uh, it's only sent to that country. I'm not sure if it's Spain, but uh, whatever it is, it, it was the mildest, a lot of taste, a lot of flavor, but, but not in that heavy, uh, a lot of the Cuban cigars feels very, very heavy on my chest, and... Uh, that's my favorite of the Cuban stuff that's out there, but really not my cup of tea. Dave, for people that yeah, are yes. listening in, in, in Canada and, and elsewhere, yeah. um, people can buy cigars online as well? Yep. Twoguyssmokeshop.com? Yep, Two yep. yep. Uh, you know, we're not big into uh, international shipping and okay. stuff, but for Rudy, we'll do anything. And uh, I've, I've can been. You slide in a case of Bean Town for me. Yeah. That's going to be a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rudy! Merry Christmas to you out there, and uh, thanks for joining in on the show now and then. Yeah, absolutely. Same to you guys. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you, and uh, happy smokes. Rudy, you. before you go, what uh, what do you have for your best uh, New Year's resolution? What are you planning for the new year? Um. Smoke more cigars. Yeah, that's a great one. That should be number one. It's on my list. That's it. I, it's on my list. Doesn't seem like a lot of people are giving up. Thanks, Rudy, for joining us. So all the way from Canada, uh, we've had people from uh, from Venezuela, everywhere, right. everywhere. Yeah, 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 across the world. We're gonna go to a break right now. Hello, the Cigar Authority. Why wouldn't you? That's right. They smoke cigars in, in all the countries. So okay, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna hit. We're gonna head to a break, and we're gonna come back with uh, oh, things you should not do for oh your boy. New Year's resolution. He's just taking right over, isn't he, Dave? Yeah, hey, that's okay. Hey, <laughs> thanks for everybody for joining. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. See if we can get Bert Sugar on the line. We'll be right back. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor Flor de Lorraine, from the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi. 
This is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune. And it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more but it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes, the Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Bad Mamma Jamma. Carl. Oh, Carl Carlson. Yes. I was going to say Carl. beats a minute. Carl Winslow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Casey Garofalo over there. 
Hey, this Jockey Diaz. <laughs> Hi, folks. Welcome back. This is the Cigar Authority, a weekly show about premium cigars and the finer things in life. And we're sitting here smoking the new Burt Sugar Cigar. We hope to have him on, but uh, we have not got a call back from him yet. Hey, 73 years old, maybe he forgot. Or he's, he's, ri- or he's writing yet another book. I believe he has about 80 books out there, yep. including a new one coming out that where he's sending us a review copy, a uh, boxing list, the top uh, fighters. And, you know, he comes out with all these lists. I got a book, not being late for the radio show that you committed to. How <laughs> yes, about, I'll you know, there you go, there you go. Burt let's, Randolph let's, let's, Sugar. Let's be nice to the boxing historian. Okay. We'll get him. I'm going to tell you a little uh, fun fact. Uh, I wanted to talk to him about a few different things. One is he, he wrote a book on pro wrestling. He teamed up with Captain Lou Albano. Remember him? Yes. And he did a book with him. He's a writer for Smoke Magazine, which is a cigar magazine, a, a quarterly publication. Um, and he writes the back the back end story of it. A lot of stuff with boxing and stuff like that. But he writes for Cigar Magazine. He's inducted into the baseball, baseball Boxing Hall of fame and this was the funnest fact of all i got join me in this and see if you know the end of this all right n-e-s-t-l-e-s nestle's makes the very best chocolate do you remember that (laughs) i do not sorry man but i just want to hear you sing that again you really don't remember that does anybody remember that i I totally remember i I studied that in in school actually in college when i took an advertising class that was like a classic uh branding that is uh, the biggest branding jingle jingle that was ever made that what you just sang Yes, it's very Boy, it very made such fam- an impression on me. <laughs> it's very very famous, okay. and and geez, I thought for sure, you know, do you know it? I do. Yeah, I remember it. It was before Nestle came out with the rabbit and went went in that direction. But that was their biggest thing. I used to beg my mom to buy Nestle's. That was a. Did big- you sing the jingle? Well, of course I did. Why That's- wouldn't you? Well, the amazing thing is, Brett right. Sugar wrote it. What? He wrote the Get jingle. Out of here. He wrote that jingle. Stop it. And, and I want to know the story behind it well, and wow. how that happened and stuff, that. because that is the biggest. I mean, I'd say if you ask 100 people my age, 99 of them are going to know N-E-S-T-L-E-S. And if you Nestle's ask makes the very my best. age, yeah, one out of 99. Uh, they haven't used it in quite a while, but uh, even as a kid, we used to have, you know, I'm talking about 10 years old or something, and that was the jingle that went around. And, so he and wrote we, that jingle. Wow. We, Dave actually wrote a little bit of a jingle of his own that spun, spins off of that when he was telling me earlier today. That's right. N-E-S-T-L-E-S. What comes out of your ASS <laughs> chocolate? <laughs> and, and that's okay. Oh, boy. That's fine. It was a little cute thing as a kid, and we, we think we're, we're saying something naughty or whatever it is. And, and so as get, getting into it and, you know, that had come out, you, you know, there's lots of little jingles and kids – and stuff, and you you know the the uh, beans beans good for your heart sure, one. Sure. So everybody knows that, right? The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. That's why you eat beans in every meal. So because of the Nestle's thing, I thought I would come up with one. And I'm talking this is 40 years ago. So I added on to that, and my add-on as a New England guy was clam chowder makes them louder. So I thought this thing was going to snowball into success and it would be as big as the Nestle's commercial. And it just never took off because you never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, good idea, man. Good idea. Let me tell you, that was a big, big thing, and I, I wonder what he got paid for it and uh, what ended up happening. But so you you go to marketing school yeah. and they talk about the Nestle's jingle. Well, I studied uh, marketing and advertising, so okay. yeah, that was absolutely uh, one of the biggest lessons on branding and just the 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 impact that a jingle can have in advertising. Yeah. And again, you talk about as we mentioned this earlier in branding. We mentioned the Michael Jordan brand, you know, with with, with the, the silhouette of him flying through yeah. the air. Oh. It, it's such a huge marketing brand. What's who, who do you call when your windshield's busted? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it, it, it's just repetitions, and it gets in people's heads. Let's give a commercial to giant class. Yeah. Why not? I see. I didn't giant. say it. See, I did not say it. You know what? They're cigar smokers and customers. They're okay. they're awesome. We, we, awesome love, we love Dennis Drinkwater. By yeah, they, he's a good dude. They're uh, they're. How do we stay unhappy? How do we stay unhappy? All right. Number one way to stay unhappy. Unhappy is to dwell on things that happened in the past. So when oh. you're making your New Year's resolution, you're Don't. not going to sit there and think. Okay, I don't want to do this thing that I did. I don't want to do this thing. You want to keep it positive and say, okay, this year I am going to smoke more cigars. Positive. Dave, what do I love to say? Your history is not your destiny. That's right. I remember you saying that. I listened to your podcast. Thanks, you said it bro. right on there. That's it, man. Nice. Let me write that one down. Yeah, write that. Take notes. <laughs> you don't want to. So don't uh, dwell on things of the past. All right. Which, hey, I talk about the past all the time, but good things. Speaking of past versus future, you're not going to obsess. Do not obsess with anything that might happen to you in the future that could be negative. Mm -hmm. You want to only think positive. Put some positive energy out there. I believe it. Make that your goal. Stare at it and go for I'm it. I'm going to tell you, I don't even like negative people around me. They're because toxic. It, it, it's almost like I'm, I feel sure. like I'm, it's gonna I'm going to get catch catch it. Yeah. When like it's cold. all negative. Yeah. Thing. yeah. It's like, oh, my God, this negative guy. It's is too bad they neg don't have Germex for negativity. Right. <laughs> Actually, so, I think they do. Mace. Mace. The, <laughs> the negativity in this town. <laughs> Who said that, Chucky? Patino. Remember that, Dave? No. Oh, man, he went off on the Boston media. The negativity in this town sucks. Larry Bird's not walking through that door. <laughs> Classic Rick Patino, right oh, there. Oh, man. You don't want to complain about problems instead of taking the necessary steps to resolve them. That's one of my biggest pet peeves that's is great. complainers. Yeah. I don't like being, just like you with negativity, yeah. I don't like being around someone that's just a complainer. Rather than complaining, take the extra two seconds and fix the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make it drama. Okay. Fearing change. This one I personally this struggle with. It's getting really deep right it now. It is. It is. We need some music, like some very deep. soft music. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What a funny bit that was. Yeah. Phenomenal. Deep Thoughts by Jack. By the way, we're here, we're here on this poker table. Why don't, we, why don't we doubling down? Really? It's too bad this poker table That's wasn't a chessboard, and I was playing someone and dominating them over there because... You, know, you don't have to be a chess player, are you? I am a chess player, really? yes. And I, and I love the game. I, I haven't played in years. I used to play it a lot as a kid. Really? Absolutely love it. I haven't, Mr. Jonathan, I haven't lost since, since the third grade. Let's bring it. Bring it on. Bring, bring it on. on. Nashua was so mad. We did the show in Nashua when we talked about the chess. Yeah. I get texts like every other day from Ed saying, oh, we found another ringer. There's somebody in, in the Nashua store who wants to play you on the air. Yeah. I've had three texts from Ed, and it's been a different person every time. I think they keep finding out who Mr. Jonathan is when it comes to chess, and then they're well, Actually, there's a chessboard over there, and they play all the time. You go into into the two guys in Nashua. You see a couple guys playing chess all the time. Not the same guys, okay? But uh, well, seem to be a. We'll hop on a table. Dave, t talk to me about the dominoes here. I saw people playing the other night. Is this a big game here? Big game. Huge. Dominoes is a big cigar type of game. Do you guys know how to play it? Yeah, it's yeah. A simple, simple game. It's okay. match the numbers type of thing, and you can smoke and drink while you're doing it and talk. It's, it's not brain surgery. It's not like chess where you got to really, really concentrate because there's not there's only so many 
moves you could possibly make. Typically, anyway. I don't even have to concentrate. I just But, stare. you know, they play teams. It's two against two, and okay. that's how it works, and it's a really, really fun game. And when I go to these third-world countries, that's what they play down there. And uh, seeing it so many times, I kind of brought the game back, geez, probably 15 years ago, to the store, set up a thing, and taught the guys how to play. And I would just kill them and uh you know there's there's some theories of how to play and what to do and then they go they kept playing and playing and now i don't even play the with guys them. the other night they're, at, they're real good at the party were really right. into it yeah, enjoy yeah. it it seemed like they're having a good time yeah, playing i love it i just I don't, I don't think i've ever played dominoes we should probably tell the people who are listening um where we actually are we are in salem new hampshire two guys but we're actually upstairs in the deuces in the lounge. Cigar lounge. yeah because normally we're down on the floor but it's just too busy today um and we take up too much space and the, the guys that are working down there said please take it upstairs today because we need yeah, the it. show is always on during the busiest part of the day which right. yeah we do on purpose too, yeah. but it's so busy down there that's, standing a, that's, room a, great, only. that's a great point louis though tell everybody people? about the lounge and what this is all about it's a private club up here there's 80 members and there's some big screen TVs, and as you said, domino tables, poker tables, um, video games, snack machine. Are you taking uh, any more members? You mentioned your name. Nah, no? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to stop. Okay. Uh, and uh, when somebody drops out, it'll open or sure. something like that, but not for, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I say it's not big enough. I mean, it's 4,000 square feet up here, and there's uh, very cool. pool tables. Uh, really, the know. problem is parking. If everyone he is here, then there's no room in right, the, right. the parking Right, right. And, and that's what's happening to, uh, and I, I've talked to, uh, I've seen all the cigar reps and stuff in the area in the past week or so, because everybody's coming up saying Merry Christmas and everything, and uh, they're saying that that's be becoming a big problem in cigar stores everywhere, that there's no place to smoke anymore. So, people are going into cigar stores and uh hopefully and listen guys you're going into a cigar store buy a cigar in the cigar store you may have cigars at home and you say oh, i'm going to burn one of mine or something just out of respect for whoever's cigar store it is i mean you go in and you at least buy a cigar in the cigar store absolutely and uh before you sit down and um the places are filling up and you know uh we got 38 spots here or something but they fill up and the next thing you know that the store is full of people sitting around having a cigar and there's no room for for a person to come in and grab a quick box of cigars and on their way out and we're all running into that situation you know, right that, now. that's the problem there's just not enough place to smoke i mean 99 percent of the people out there don't have cigar rooms in their houses or you know they're not allowed to smoke in their houses and what do you do in the winter time it's new england you buy a house <laughs> buy a house, <laughs> buy a house. <laughs> okay so you're for, not allowed to smoke in your house then you don't have a house right somebody else has the house because what if you're married that's his point. Yeah, that's right. my point. You get your right. own house, and you... I actually, I just, I just finished my basement. Not finished like normal people would think of finished, but I have my studio down there, and the wife was complaining the cigar smoke was going upstairs. So I actually had to build my own ventilation system down there to keep the smoke out, so that I can continue smoking in my house. Who said if your wife doesn't like the smell of your cigar, get a new wife? Oh, I know this one, old guy. Yeah, I think it was Zeno Davidoff. I thought it was George Burns. No, I think it was Zeno Davidoff. I'm not sure, but I think it was Zeno Davidoff. I don't know how, I, I, mean, I, I don't know how well that would go over with a lot of people's wives. <laughs> you know what? Because things have really changed in, in, in the world. A man isn't a man so much anymore. We've had I mean, a wussification of America. Yeah, I believe so. And, uh, hey, there's another whole story. I could do a whole uh, mine's, show mine, on it. Mine's listening right now, so can we move on? Okay. Well, All right, so uh, moving on, going on to one that Chuck is going to love. 
Uh, do not spend your life working in a career field that you are not passionate about. Bingo. Uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Number one on my list. Couldn't agree with that more. What you do is you contact Chuck at makingmountainsmove.com, and yeah. he will teach you the secret of finding something that you love. And do it, and you'll be retired for the rest of your life. I'll tell you, I get up in the morning, and I cannot wait to come to work. That's how I That's feel. That's how it is. I work seven days a week. I have for 25 years, and I jump out of bed, and I can't wait to go to work every single day, and I feel like I'm retired. I built the place to make it so I will be comfortable here because this is a, a, like my home. You know, it's a home away from home type of thing, and it's not, oh, i got to go to work, and I don't look at the clock and say it's time to leave. It's like, oh, my God, the day flew by again. i got to leave. You know, and I love my family. I want to go home to my family, too. It's not a – but I love – coming to work and at the very beginning of starting my career in the cigar business I mean I wasn't making enough money and I had to have two jobs and I couldn't wait until the, this business did enough business so I could quit my other job which was a disc jockey in the nightclubs and stuff I got too old for it and I, I didn't enjoy it anymore and I said uh, I yeah you were 15 years away from them making the equipment lighter that's true. But back, well, seriously, back then, in order to make a speaker louder, they actually had to make it bigger and heavier and, and reinforce the, the, the coil and make the magnet bigger. It just made it heavier. So you might have top-of-the-line equipment, but you also had the largest equipment. So nowadays, with my Bose system, I have the smallest, lightest system, and I can never make it go above two because it's and so ridiculously And you don't loud. carry crates of records. So it's a, it's a whole different business. Than I carry crates before. of computer. Right. Carry a laptop. It's not even fair. So is there any particular the best thing not to do? Are they numbered? Or are they, uh, One the, it, well, I, I, I already, love number 41 there, my friend. Only do not eat just junk food and fried food. That's a good one. So what are you going to eat? Wheatgrass? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is one of my go favorites. Go to Whole Foods. This is one of my favorites. Fun times. Don't make other people feel bad about themselves. It makes you feel good maybe two seconds and then it's a short-lived gain. Really what you want to do is build up everyone around you, let them help build you up, the rule of reciprocity, it'll all, you spit it out positive, it'll come back to you positive in dividends. That really should be, if you're going to make a New Year's resolution other than smoke more cigars, which that should be number one. Number two should be try lifting everybody up around you, making them all feel better, and it's going to come back to you. It's like it's like that old movie with um, Jeff Spicoli, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Damone, always act like the place you are is the place to be. Isn't this great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this uh, this guy that comes on and, and tries to make me a healthier person and all that stuff. As long as he doesn't take the cigars away from me. I'm going to be I'm, listening to that, too. This is the I'm thing. not going to be calling I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to eat wheatgrass every okay, day. And right. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put up. You know what? Uh, I knew who I was introducing him to, so I, I told him right off the bat, I'm like, if you say one thing about cigars, he's going to kick you out of the office. Don't even try. And he says, you know what? I don't smoke cigars myself. However, they have their place. You smoke them in moderation. They're not cigarettes. And he went through this whole thing, and everything he said was the right thing. And I'm like, all right, I want to hire him now. Folks, don't drive off the road when I'm about to say what I'm going to say. But a couple of cigars every day is good for you. And I'm not even joking about it. 
A couple of cigars a day is good for you. It puts you in a different place, relaxes you. I have all kinds of uh, scientific data that proves this, that the life expectancy of a person that smokes a couple cigars a day is greater than a person that doesn't smoke at all. Wow. And this, these are facts. A lot of people and, don't know that. No. I didn't know that. That no. ties right into... No, I don't say, you know, smoke a box of cigars a day and, you know, go crazy. But don't you know? people say that having a glass of wine a day is Same also deal. helpful to yeah. you? Yeah. But if you drink a whole bottle every day, you're a wino and you're an alcoholic and you got a problem. But if you have a couple of cigars a day, one cigar after work and you relax, I've seen it 25 years in the business. I've seen people come. No one's and, ever come in and put a box on their throat to talk to you because they smoke cigars. Never. That's a whole different tobacco product. Yeah. This is an all-natural product and I, tr I truly believe it. Anyway. It goes right into number 75, which might end up being the best one here. Okay. Just keep, don't just keep going and going and going and never stop. Take some time, have a cigar, relax, be positive. It all goes back to being positive. Being positive. And, and, and pay attention and enjoy yourself along exactly. the way. Exactly, yeah. yeah no, Contemplate the lick in sense. your belly button once in a while. That makes sense. <laughs> Good for <laughs> that you. That doesn't make sense, but... <laughs> wow. Wheat grass, belly button lint. There we go. Hey, did you get Mr. Jonathan? A Cambridge? Oh, man. <laughs> so, you know, um, they were talking... Um, me and Rudy were talking briefly about Cuban cigars, and I know there's a lot of people that get Cuban cigars imported into the United States, and uh, there's a new thing that's going on here uh, that... Um, with Al-Qaeda and all that stuff, and they're checking packaging in um, mail uh, that has 16 ounces or more uh, is now no longer allowed as cargo on airplanes, wow. that it has to go directly now um, through customs, that they check everything now. In Chicago, later this, earlier this week, an estimated 100,000 Cuban cigars, direct from Switzerland, were confiscated. And this is in a matter of one week. This, makes me, this makes me so angry that this is happening now. So they've been, they, they upgrade their uh, x-ray system so yep. that they're giving dangerous amounts of radiation to people. Right. Or, right. or you can be completely felt up. And, and I choose felt up. No way, really? We, yeah. know, <laughs> we know that you do. But, you know, in a, in a few months, Walk I'm going on vacation with my family. And... Hell will have no fury like me if someone is going to take my stepdaughter into a room and check to make sure she doesn't have explosives on her. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. It's unacceptable. Right. And the, after doing that, they're like, okay, everything's safe. Oh, you know what? We forgot to check all the packages that go under the plane. Um, if I'm a terrorist, I'm not going to be dumb enough to try to bring something in on my person. I'm going to put it in a package and, and, and mail it to somebody. Well, they should have been checking that to begin with. Yeah. Well, they're checking them now, that's for sure. And they, they're, they're grabbing lots of Cuban cigars. 100,000? In one week. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, they didn't get mine. Congratulations, TSA. You finally took your head out of what, your what bum. Is, what is the big fascination with Cuban cigars? When everyone talks about cigars, it's always, hey, can you get me a Cuban? Can you get... What is the well, big it's, fascination? It's just because you can't get it's them. It's the forbidden fruit right, right now, it. you know. Perfect you just can't word. get them. And okay. That you want what you can't have. But you can get them. Well, you can get, and there's lots of fakes. And there are lots of fakes. They, they know this 100,000 were all real. Um, they have the names and addresses of every person that's having a ship to them. So now they have the, peep, the, the uh, uh -oh. consumer, and they have um, the, the company out of Switzerland, in this case, that was shipping the stuff out. There's nothing they can really do to them. What can they do to the consumer? Can they find them? Well, can they put? Can they get jail time for that? Uh, they could, and I, I don't expect they would. But you certainly put on the list because it's trading with the enemy, and the problem is that we are enemies with Cuba. 
They are an enemy of the United States. And doing Damn Fidel Castro. All the money that, that goes on these Cuban cigars go directly to Fidel Castro, who's a murderous communist uh, killing machine. Those poor people in Cuba and talk to any of the cigar companies. They hate him. And they hate any money going to him. Well, it all goes directly to him to fund them. And uh, that's we the We should problem. just have a sniper take him out. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's been 40 years, 50 years now. 50 years, and it hasn't happened. And 49 years ago, there should have just been a bullet in the middle of his head. Teach everybody a lesson. Don't mess with us. Don't be a communist country. Let people live. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> should be a bullet it, in his head. It, Merry it, Christmas, everybody. <laughs> this is the first step of really getting Cuban cigars not into this country. And if it works... Cuba will will be ruined within a year or two. Ruined. Because the smoking population, the cigar-smoking population, is the United States. We smoke more cigars than everybody combined. Therefore, it'll be over. It's dropped dramatically in the past few years. It's half of what it was just seven it'll years ago. It'll be over ago. there, but what will... What will what? Oh, there'll be nothing left in that country. It's, it's bad as it is, but I mean, what the United States is trying to do in stopping the rum coming in, anything, it doesn't sure. matter what the product is, is to put a financial hurt on the country, and then it falls. Well, it hasn't because America is still buying their products, even though it's illegal to do what so. What will be the domino effect if, if Cuban cigars are allowed in this country to the other, the cigar, cigar industry itself with the other cigars? Will it, will it hurt it dramatically? Well, what, you mean after the, the fall happens sure. in the Cuban cigars? You'll get the real, true, great cigar makers of the day, which are, have all fled out of the country. There's mm -hmm. nobody left. Those people are very, very unhappy people. They're not making prime quality product because they're not happy. You know, there's nobody taking pride. You're talking about uh, take pride in what you do and all that stuff. There's nobody proud over there. Those people are making three cents a day. They're basically slaves. Brutal. Brutal. Slaves to the right. government. So they're not proud of it. But can you imagine, and we, we brought up Padron. You bring Padron back up there and he blends. A Cuban cigar. With Nicaraguan tobacco. With different things. There's going to be a big boom in the cigar industry when Great. that happens because the possibilities are endless. Okay. And I have tried some that somebody have has made up and said, see, you know, I used an Ecuadorian wrapper on this with Connecticut bind, with a Cuban binder and, and this kind of filament. What do you think? And I've never tasted a good one yet, but, I mean, it would take, you know, years of doing it. What they're doing right now is basically because they don't sell loose tobacco. They're unwrapping cigars and trying to blend that way and taking something apart and putting it back together. And ha it hasn't been a good one yet, but it'll be interesting. And it'll be interesting to see if a Fuente that comes out like that and a Padron. Oh, yeah. And some of the great cigar makers to, to, to have another ingredient that they don't have today and be able to do that. So that, that'll be fun but to watch. As far as Cuban cigars go, just the 100% you know, all Cuban tobacco, I'm afraid that if they open up the floodgates and let everybody buy Cuban tobacco, Cuban cigars, that... Cuban cigars are going to go down the toilet. They're going to be terrible. There'll be too much demand. They'll be pushing out the product too fast, unfermented tobacco, and the product will just be terrible. That's well, my fear as a consumer. Well, then the rest of the cigar industry, after a couple of years, will catch back up. and then right. Every cigar coming out of Cuba... Every cigar that comes out of Cuba is fresh. There is no aged tobacco. Right. It's all fresh to begin with now. They grow for what they need, and it, it's under-fermented, under-aged. It, it's, it's not good to begin with now. And you're talking about something, you know, uh, Rudy mentioned um, a, a Cohiba. You're talking Cohiba in the 20 to $30 range. I mean, there's a ridiculous Cuban cigar, uh, Cohiba cigar out there at, a, at $100 a cigar. The Cohiba Bihiki. Yeah, $100. I mean, it is, it's ridiculous. And the, and, the, and the thing of it, and, and you'll remember this, Anthony, is um, when Coors Beer. 
Coors beer was only west of the Mississippi. Sure. And it was the hottest beer, and it was the greatest beer, and it, you had to get a cold, and it was the most unbelievable beer. Wait till you try this thing. And I, I was part of it, you know, oh, my God, Coors, you know, and fill my refrigerator up with Coors beer. It was the worst crap, and it's still out there today. You get it all you want, and you know it's no damn good. It's nothing special about it. Are we running out of time? We're out of That's time. It. Oh, my God, it's all over. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Cigar Authority. This is our last live show of the year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Big year ahead coming up for the Cigar Authority. Going to join us, Mr. Jonathan. You in or what? I'm in. January 8th. Yeah. <laughs> January 8th. That's Elvis's birthday. You there have to go. be here. Oh, Bring really? It. Yes. Oh. Bring it, Tim Pearson. All right. Great cigar. Good luck with this, Anthony. Thank great, you great so cigar. much. Thanks for having Louis, me. Louis, thank you for coming on with us. And thank you. Thank you, Dave. All right. Merry Christmas, Merry guys. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting the job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. 
passion and love for everything that is sports. Turn your radios up. This is Boston Sports Station, 1510 The Zone, WWZN Boston. The following is a sponsored program. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WWZN Boston, 1510 The Zone, or its management. Attention business owners and individuals who owe the IRS. Terry from Texas. Certified Tax contacted the IRS on my behalf and got me a $19,000 abatement on penalties on the same day I called. Michael says, They turned my $1.3 million liability into a $10,000 refund. Certified Tax doesn't waste a minute helping you with your tax problems. We'll be on the phone with the IRS within 30 minutes of you becoming a client. We've settled millions of dollars of tax issues for a fraction of the cost. Call 800 630 9060 now and find the peace of mind knowing the IRS will not be knocking on your door. Protect your home, business, and family today. We know the tax laws and we act fast. Call today.